1: Home Depot uh, in Kansas had to be evacuated for a bomb threat. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, take it out, take it out. <laughs> yeah,
1: oh, yeah. suck it nice. A couple other really funny news stories. Kenny G. Who the fuck is Kenny G? He's a fucking clarinet player. Oh, suck it nice. <laughs> what did he do wrong? <laughs> He's being Charles Manson all weird. In the middle of it, he cuts her off and goes, Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, yeah. oh take it out, take it Dude, out. Dude, now I see why people followed Charles Manson. He was very straightforward. Yeah, he had the right ideas. It's time for the You Watch, I Listen podcast, and always remember don't sniff it, just do it. I'm just recording anyway. Are you? Because you know what, Taylor? What? This is episode 69 of You Watch, I Listen. Oh, that's ironic. <laughs> 69. Ironic because I just got fucking dumped. Oh, so you actually want to talk about this? No, not, not at like real. in detail. But you got dumped. So, uh, ladies or gentlemen that are listening, specifically um, ladies, Taylor is newly single. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, newly out of the closet. That's not true at all. Sorry, that's not true. He's bisexual. Um, um, is I mean, there a closet for bisexual people? No, I just it's just like something. That it's like like oh, you have a girlfriend. Well, I like both. Well, no.
0: It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a walk-in closet. Um, so like so, you, you have a wide variety of choices.
1: <laughs> so, so Taylor, beyond, um, getting dumped, how was your week? Uh, it was,
0: it was okay. Did that honest. like define your week? Uh, pretty much. Yeah. Because like, I, it was like the week was shitty and then, um, dumped. then I got dumped so that sucked. Yeah, and it wasn't like dumping him; it was dump him. <laughs> yeah, but like, like I said, it is what it is. Um, I'm already, I've already, honestly, moved forward. Yes. So I'm cool on it. I'm already talking to a new chick. She's cool as hell. Cool. So I'm, you know, I'm already. And um, on it.
1: Josh, how was your week? Oh, that's right. Uh, Josh isn't here because he blew out his twelfth tire in the last year. Okay, terrific. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so Joshua's not here, so we're going to get a little creative today with um, when we do our, our football picks. We're actually going to live stream it. Yeah, I think it and makes sense. And when you're listening to this part of it, it won't be live streamed, um, but we've been getting some pretty good feedback on the video, so I want to keep with that in some manner. Um, so, uh, a couple things, uh, I gotta give a, a shout out to my buddy Jeff first off, he gave me some shit earlier on Twitter because he wanted me to acknowledge something. Hell yeah, hefe, that, give him that, shit. That I said, uh, that I didn't want to acknowledge, but now he, you know, he brought up a good point that I'm a cunt, and, um, last night there was some baseball history, uh, Kevin Biggio hit for the cycle, son of Craig Biggio, okay. um, 18 years, almost to the day that his father Craig Biggio hit for the cycle, becoming the second. Father son duo to hit for the cycle in Major League history. Uh that would be Gary yeah. and Daryl Ward that did it previously. Oh that, I wasn't even gonna guess that.
0: I was yeah. gonna guess uh Ken Griffey no, Jr. No, they Homered that. in the same
1: game, but they yeah, did, did not know, both yeah. have cycles. I don't Which, believe Ken Griffey Jr. ever hit for the cycle.
0: I just that just seems like an anomaly to me. How good a baseball I mean, player you You know what I'm saying? Like the that reason doesn't I, make any the sense. The reason to
1: me. I didn't really want to acknowledge it is because like a cycle's cool, but it's not that big of a deal. Like no, it's it's mm, cool. But, I like shitty players have gotten this to hit for the cycle. Scott what? Harrison hit for the cycle with the Mets a few years ago. Really? Yeah, like it's it's a real cool achievement. like It's no. a nice little personal achievement, but it ain't like throwing a no-hitter. It ain't Perfect like throwing, hitting four home runs in a game, driving in eight runs, 16 total bases, which has only been done twice, right. like Ty Cobb and Josh Hamilton. It's cool. Josh and It's, definitely, Hamilton, it's definitely cool that it's a father-son duo and only the second ever to do it, yeah. but um Biggio has a lot of potential up in Toronto. Uh, a lot of young position players on there. It's a shame that they, they don't have any pitching, uh, but maybe they, they want Noah Syndergaard back and they can give us one of those young guys. I mean, it could make sense. Uh, listen, if you're going to do that, please give us back Vlad Guerrero
0: Jr. I, I mean, that gladly. probably
1: that probably won't happen. No, of, of course um, not. But uh, I, I'm kind of done with Noah. Um, I'm,
0: I'm a little over, it, especially with the whole drama that happened this week. Like, it was dude, kind of annoying. Like you're in the
1: middle of a pennant race, <laughs> you're asking for a personal catcher. Yeah, like uh, this is something. Like, this is something you do pr- uh, pre All Star break, and also. You're not just saying it because your numbers are better, and I would have no problem with this if we didn't have a good offensive catcher, but Wilson Ramos is a top-five offensive catcher in the league. He's got the highest batting average of any catcher. He's having a great year. He was in the middle of, like, a what? A 26-game 26, 26 26 game game hitting streak, hitting streak in the middle of all that. And, uh, like, here's the thing, Noah. Like, we need runs, and removing him from... Like, Thomas Nito can't hit. Rene Rivera can't hit. Wilson Ramos can. And you need every game, like... It's a little self-absorbed for me. I know they did that last year with Degrom when he was in the Cy Young hunt, but they were out of the playoff race. Yeah, it and, was over, and they, it's not like they were, they had a better option offensively at catcher, so it was not that big of a deal. Um, but and then today he had his personal catcher, and he wasn't any better. Like that's it, th- I know it's in Colorado, so it's hard to gauge. Yeah, but like he was average at best today. I- exactly. To be yeah, four earned runs in six innings. It was it was not even a
0: quality start. I mean, like you said, like he has that kind of start when um, when Stroman comes out last night. That was absolutely light. Yeah, out. he was fantastic. Like, he changed have- his grip. Dude, his
1: Cutter, his you, Cutter looked fantastic, you, especially in the way, like
0: the way, like they're still kind of competing. They're almost they pretty much to run out the of it, table. dude. Like you have to follow up a performance like Strowman had the night before, and be and even just better. Be Fucking lights out, exactly. Dude. And it just didn't happen. Um, and I, I, I'm with you. I'm kind of over it at this uh, point. Yeah, it's just it's very irritating. I mean, but, and I like
1: the kid, but but it works a little bit because it takes a lot of shit off to It sure. takes a lot of shit and off. DeGrom like Pete may very well be wrapping up his second straight Cy Young in a couple days in his next start, dude. It's one of the um, strongest seconds ha- second half. It's, halves of a season. Well, I've ever. It's pretty seen. crazy because, like, three months ago, it was like, "Oh, Ryu's got this." Ryu had a 1.6 ERA. <laughs> yeah, it was ridiculous. And he, he, you know, he doesn't have. The, but here's the thing: he still has the ERA title, but he has about 40 less inning pitches than Degrom. He doesn't have near the strikeout numbers. Um, Scherzer was in the race, but he got shelled today. Yep. So now, as long as Degrom doesn't get shelled, if he just lowers that ERA a little bit more, finishes at 10 and eight, 11 and eight or so, uh, and he has the league lead in strikeouts, he's third in innings pitched. He's got the lowest whip of any of the guys contending. Uh, yeah, he may very well be getting his second straight Cy Young, and it's not like a win-loss thing. We Because the the major the National League leader in wins is Steven Strasburg yeah. with 17, but his ERA is like 3.5. Dude. That was one of
0: my favorite things last year, when DeGrom won the Cy Young, and uh, uh, what was his name? Steve Summers has the one guy who voted for Scherzer to yeah. win the Cy yeah. Young, from like San the Diego. Guy, the guy hung up on him after yeah, two that minutes. That was the best. He that does, was what, really good. What gives you the right yeah. to plus yeah. up? This, this, guy guy this so thing's over. Well, Steve
1: Summers is the best. Good evening to you, and how you be? He's, Steve Summers here. He's there. dude, he's
0: the best. He's uh, a national treasure. And
1: uh, the other thing today, it is uh, it would have been one, James Gandolfini's birthday, so happy birthday to Mr. Mm-hmm. Tony Soprano. Rest in peace, Tony. Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Peace, Mr. Gandolfini. Uh, yeah, so why don't we get into this? Let's do it. Who do you want to go first? Um, You're what? eating. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay, so you gave me uh, Post Malone beer bongs and Bentleys. Mm-hmm. Um, you gave me this knowing that I haven't been necessarily nice about Post Malone, mostly based on his look. Right. His look is kind of douchey. He I does have it. a silly tattoos on his yeah, face. Yeah, I mean, I, anytime someone gets Most a tattoo are- above the neck... <laughs> <laughs> um, I I question them. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Screw but, you, dude. <laughs> yeah, but um. So I went into this album kind of thinking like, oh, this is gonna be trash, and it wasn't. It was actually a pretty good album, right? Um, it, it's I don't know if it's anything that I would call groundbreaking or like revolutionary. It's fun, but it, it was definitely a fun album. It was a very mellow album. Um, the only major critique I would have on it is that sure. it, it's it's this this genre of rap, this style of rap. It's so much auto tune, yeah. And that it kind of—it's very hard for me because it, it doesn't show a distinction from song to song because you can't actually change key and pitch with auto tune. It kind of always stays in the same lane. Mm-hmm. Um, the so I'll go through my song rankings, hit me because it, its that's a very long record. It's a very very long album. Um, so the first song, Paranoid, I gave a four. I thought that was a really good way to open the album. Yep. Um, the second song, Spoil My Night, I wanted to like more, but there was a lyric in there that really took me out of it. Still too how cringy? Which one? Do you beautiful know? boobies? Like that should not be a song lyric ever. It was fine. What's wrong but, with that? I just like boobies. Like I love boobies. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah boobies do, can be beautiful. Do, they they can be beautiful. I don't necessarily want to hear that word in a song. For some reason, it just doesn't sound like natural to me. It almost sounds like it's a sixth grader like that just discovered boobs are cool and is like making up songs like, Dear yeah, diary. I like boobies. Yeah, The
0: girl who sits in front of Had has beautiful, beautiful boobies. Yeah, that's
1: kind of like where I was coming from. But other than that, the song wasn't bad. Uh, Rich and Sad was a three. Was fun. Uh, Zach and Cody was a two. Taking Shots was a three. Rockstar a three and a half. Over Now a four. Psycho a two. Better Now a three. Um, Ball For Me a two. Other Side three. Stay a four. One of the best songs on the album. Yep. Uh, blame It On Me a three Some bi- Same Bitches is another one that kind of goes with like that beautiful boobies theme where it's almost heavy handed in it's right, theme right. where it's like it, it's rap like I know that part of it is talking about women but it's also a little heavy handed yeah it's also very modern hip hop where yeah, it's like yeah, for sure
0: there's, there's, there's like pause breaks in between every bar yeah, which kind e- of annoys exactly. me exactly
1: um, the next song Jonestown was a three 92 Explorer another it's one fun. of the best songs in the album Before uh, Candy Paint a three Sugar Wraith a three my favorite song on the album was definitely over now, that's over the one I was great. rocking with the most. Hell yeah. um, the thing that I do like about this album is, like you said, it is fun. It's very mellow. It's a very, very easy listen for someone that doesn't gravitate towards this style of rap. Like I like my rap like kind of gritty and raw, like Nas, and shit like that. And I went into this with very low expectations, so the bar was low, and it did absolutely jump over it. Well, I'm not going to be rushing to listen to every Post Malone record. I'm going to be much more open minded to listening to it when you say, "Yo, he's got something new." I will. Throw it on. He's well, uh, he's now in that group of artists that if I see they have something new out, I will at least give it one spin.
0: Well, you're in luck because he just released new music. And I just found out about a couple days ago. Oh, really? Yeah. No so shit. Well, I know everybody's cool. talking
1: about that song he has with Ozzy because you know he put Ozzy Osbourne on the map. Oh, that's that was absolutely hilarious. That was like when the whole Kanye
0: West thing and is Paul like, McCartney who's this Paul McCartney guy? Yo, Kanye's, Kanye's making the, Kanye's the best. He's bro. making he's, people
1: famous. Yo, yo people fam- he's making people f- famous. Oh, yo, god, that's a Beatle That is Sir Paul McCartney, dude. More- oh my god. And fuck you to Bob for not liking the Beatles. What a fucking dope. It's fine. And you too, Pat. That shit today.
0: Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Oh, the Beatles never wrote a good song. I was like... I can't do this So just make <laughs> Beatles
0: puns Well because it was true Because you know like my, my love life And my last relationship Was just as good As the, uh, the last Puddle of Mud record So like, well, let's be I mean, real
1: What's the last good What's the one good Puddle of Mud record The only one everyone knows That they Blurry, still don't well, Blurry know Blurry wasn't a bad song I will say Blurry wasn't Yo, bad She fucking hates
0: me Was a banger That in middle was school. everywhere uh-huh. Dude that yeah. was
1: before middle school That came out when I was Like in 6th grade So you were in elementary I was in elementary school too I don't, I don't know why my, like, my parents bought me that yeah, dude, well, you know like what? I had that, that album. Record. I was definitely into them because they came from the um, the Family Values thing. Okay, Corn, Limp right. Bizkit, yeah. Stain. They were part of that whole crew. But that lead singer is like a psychopath now. I was going to say, the he's stories out of his mind. He's out of yeah. his mind. He always walks off stage and shit. Yeah, so um, I'm going to give Post Malone, Beerbongs, and Bentleys a solid three out of five. Um, a very surprising listen. Not what I was expecting. Um, and like I said, I'm open-minded to listen to his music going forward. Totes McGoats. Cool. Dig it. All right. Um, so Taylor, that was cool. Please.
0: So you gave me The People versus Larry yes. Lint. One of Woody Harrelson's uh, most famous roles. I can honestly see why. Yeah. Uh, so, this movie is very... It, 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 it's it's a little slow. Sure. But it's once a it, But once it gets going, dude... Oh How my fucking God. funny is dude, it? My... F- I was laughing so hard <laughs> when he's like, you're being held in contempt of court. I and they, like, they put tape over his yeah, mouth, yeah. and he's
1: wearing a shirt that says, fuck this court. Dude, that is one of my all-time, the actual picture, I posted on my Instagram years ago, just a picture of Larry Flint with that shirt that says, fuck this court. Right, and dude, so it's like, are you going to Are you gonna respect this court? And he's like, yes. Are you going to calm down? Yes. As soon as they take the gag off, he throws something at dude, the judge. Fuck like you. Like an apple or a banana or <laughs> yeah. something. He oh shows up God. wearing the American flag as a diaper. <laughs> this is all shit he actually does. Did. Oh I'm sure. He and like that's why I said like it, when it comes to free speech there may not be any person greater in our lifetime than Larry Flint.
0: No shit. Is he still alive or what? Yeah,
1: he's still alive actually. And actually he was in the people versus Larry Flint. I'm when exactly. he the first time when he was in court and that big fat judge was there, yeah. the big fat white guy, that was Larry Flint. He Is was it? in yeah. That was Larry Flint. You could look it up. Larry Flint in the people versus Larry That's Flint. The That's him. Thing ever. I mean, he can't really speak now. Like Jim Norton had a great joke about it. He goes, I went, I saw Larry Flint at the the Playboy or the Bunny Ranch and I went up to him and said, Mr. Flint, uh, I want to thank you for everything you did for free speech. Uh, you did a lot for comedians like me and people like saying what's ever on their mind. Right. And Larry responded, Rawr! <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, so, um, going back to the movie, um, all those little funny things, uh, but to see like how his career started out with, and getting in trouble right away yeah. for the the open pink shots um, to meeting Courtney Love's character. Courtney Love was sensational in this movie. Yeah, for someone I don't really like, she was incredible in The People vs. Larry Flynn. She
0: was very good. She definitely played that weird schizo. Like, she played herself. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I mean, let's be real. Yeah, but like you know, she had a lot of practice, sure. and like, like you know, she hung out with Kurt Cobain for yeah. So that sounds like
1: more. a good fucking. Time, <laughs> not that pressing at all. Well, not not. At least, no, listen, not. Well, maybe the it'd be bit. fun to hang out with him now. Right. I mean, you know, <laughs> just fucking get the shop back.
0: It, no, it's dude, it's just terrible because <laughs> he just he just he just sits there and he stares at you and you know he doesn't fucking answer anything you say.
1: <laughs> he fucking, he's got a hole
0: in his head. Yeah, it's like, yo, can you close your mouth, dude? Like, don't his don't. Used to, his hair used to be blonde, Bro, now it's red. Don't
1: chew with your mouth open, dog. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. Okay. So, so Ed Norton is in it as his lawyer, Ed, and I like the dynamic relationship between them. Ed Norton is great. Um, so there's a lot of
0: things going on in this movie. And I, I, it is very, very. Um, it's one of my, it's one of my more, more favorite biopics that I've ever seen. Yeah, I agree. Because, um, like I said, it doesn't really stop. It actually, it's a meteoric rise to fame. Sure. And like, even though this, uh, the initial sentencing and everything that was going on in like the 70s and the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, it was a completely different time. So yeah. that I understand. But like, hearing that he was just taking, taking pictures of nudes. taking, yeah, uh, nudes, Pics. Pics, as they called them, putting them in a magazine. And then
1: getting twenty five years, getting arrested for it, getting yeah.
0: arrested, getting twenty five years from yeah, a jury.
1: That, that um, that like, book club, that guy that's always a douche and everything, or unless he's the warden in the s- Green Mile, something Keating. Well, yeah, he's,
0: he's the warden in the Longest Yard. Yeah, he's the always the, the he?
1: warden. <laughs> um, how he, and then it turns out that he was a scumbag in real life. Yeah, it's always these people that um, you know, they they speak out on things that they end up like they're so adamantly against it, they're almost actually doing it in private. Yeah. Um, and then there, there's a bunch of other little things in this movie uh, that that I really like. Obviously, the big rivalry with Jerry Falwell, uh, the pastor, how he said that he had sex with his mother in an outhouse. Yep, That case single-handedly did so much for parody in this country being mm-hmm. able to parody things and parody public figures right. because if Larry Flint had lost that case we're looking at a completely different landscape Jesus. you're talking like think about like Waka Flocka doing the Barack Obama song yeah, you may right. not have been allowed to do that this set a precedent in free speech in our country and it's easy to call Larry Flint like when he comes back uh, Tom the pervert is here the yeah, pervert yeah. is back
0: um, um, it's his first day back you know, it's a different country now Larry you know Ronald Reagan rebuilt the country get the fuck dude, out f- fires them and shit It's like you, Larry you can't do that that's the VP it's, of marketing and he goes LFP that's me god damn it like <laughs> dude it's just he, he's it's, just dude he walks he around with his role. dick out the whole time and he's just like I'm the boss I'm the boss yeah. and like I know that uh, it's again it's a biopic and a lot of these things did actually happen. Sure, and even though he was very outspoken and he was all these different raunchy things,
1: and um,
0: disrespectful, it's like it, he he said it perfectly to Ed Norton when Ed Norton really when, when Ed Norton quit on it. Yeah, he
1: was ready to jump ship. He was ready he to did jump, jump ship, ship. Yeah.
0: And, he, and he goes, he goes, I'm rich. I'm always in trouble. Yeah, I'm your favorite fucking client, yeah. and. Um, I have enough money where I have to shake up this corrupt system sure. that we have. Yep. And it, he I mean he really did. It's um it's absolutely an amazing movie. It's probably the best performance I've seen of Woody Harrelson. Yeah, I mean since he got nominated
1: he got nominated for an Oscar
0: and since, uh, War of the Planet of the Apes, he was amazing in yeah, that. Yeah, and
1: obviously this was before that, but you've yeah. seen recently. Right. Yeah, and Woody Harrelson It a like, can't jump. It's easy, it's easy to like people like saying Woody Harrelson he's so cool, like people forget how good of an actor he actually is from doing comedic things like Kingpin and Zombie land to be able to do dramatic performances like in this.
0: Well, even if you watch, like the movie wasn't that great, but it was actually about the you know the people around. Oh he yeah, was, out of the furnace, out of the furnace yeah. with
1: Christian Bale and yeah. all that. He, he was, was great. crazy he was and playing that. one of the Van Man Millagrets. It
0: also turns into like well, now what I think is that he, this was just him doing a character study and trying mm-hmm. to figure out the character of Carnage which will be out in Venom 2 yeah you know sure, what I mean he's basically sure. playing that character again yeah watching you know? a guy
1: wither away how he came from the bottom rose to the top fell back down again and then came right back into the top and then obviously right. with the tragic ending at the end which is just a brutal brutal scene with his wife um, but overall this is, I watch this movie once every year or so because I love his performance in it it's, it's mm-hmm. also hilarious it's dude. really really funny and mm-hmm. this was directed by uh, Milos Foreman, who also did One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest Man on the Moon Cool. Um, yeah. So, what would you give this one? As nine. Scale, nine out of ten. Easy very nine, very nice. I okay. love that movie. All right. Let's get into our picks for this week. Cool. So um, I will go first
0: because sure. since you went first. So. I
1: I've forgot been, to do our plugs and reads. By will, the way. No, we'll do we'll it, do it after. Them after. Yeah.
0: So um, I've been scouring Spotify sure. and all my um, you know like all my bands and shit that I've been trying to find like so, a bit of a deep cut sure. that a lot of people may not have heard of or whatever. So. Quick, quick backstory. Um, Angel and Air, Angels and Airwaves have been released. That, that's not who I'm giving you. Oh, balls! Boxcar <laughs> Racer. No, yes.
1: Okay. <laughs> Damn it, you fuck. I'm
0: good at this. I'm, I'm giving you. Um, well, it's but, not
1: your my fault that you post what music you're listening to on Instagram. I can't
0: help it, dude. I need everyone <laughs> go to know. Go ahead. No. So, uh, Angels and Airwaves released new music, and then for whatever reason, that just affirmed like I do. As an artist, I love Tom DeLong. I think he's sure. absolutely amazing. Okay, um, so I decided to go back, and I was listening to you know Dude Ranch, uh, Buddha, all that shit, and I'm like, "Ingenair in Waves." I'm like, "Oh, wait a minute, what about that?" And they play that song. There is, yeah, very, and good that's song. one of my all-time favorite songs. So my pick this week is Boxcar Racers' self-titled album, their only album. It's just a
1: self-titled Boxcar Racer. Boxcar yeah, remember, Racer. You know, I did listen to this when it came out because this came out when I want to. I say I'm going to say I was in seventh or eighth grade. Yeah. What year did it come out? Oh God, like Two- 2003. 2003. so I was probably an eighth maybe ninth grade at the oldest yeah Um, and I did like it I just don't remember it at all it's like one of those albums that kind of like just slips through the cracks of your memory dude I'm telling you the second you
0: hear the opening the opening riff to there is you're like I immediately remember everything about this. Very cool. It's an amazing record, and I wish more people knew about it, like people knew more about Plus 44,
1: yeah. but it, it just is what it is. So, gotcha. But it's awesome fucking awesome cool. I'm excited to listen to it. All right, my movie pick for you. Um, you know, I talked about this uh, with you off-air last week. Uh, the movie that I am most excited for in the next few months is not Star Wars. It's nothing like that. I'm excited for that. That's in its own category. My number one movie that I'm excited for is Joker. Um, It's not even close for me. Uh, Obviously, the content of the movie is something I'm into, but specifically, Joaquin Phoenix is one of my favorite actors in the world of all time. I will watch anything he's in. So I want to give you a movie of his from recent times that not many people have seen. It's called You Were Never Really Here. Uh, The premise of this movie is that he plays a guy that is uh, more or less a hired gun, that he rescues girls from sex trafficking. Okay. He gets hired by, I believe it's the governor, uh, to get his daughter, who has fallen in, or it's it's a senator. um, that His daughter has been taken into one of these rings, but he wants to keep it low-key because the media doesn't have any idea on it yet. And... Um he's a he's a war veteran. Joaquin Phoenix, is a very deep character study on um, the perils of post-traumatic stress disorder, what it can lead to for a character or for a person. Right. And as he's trying to reach this end game and he's basically like Liam Neeson taken with his ability, um, it's a, it's a really cool movie. It's very, very trippy. Joaquin Phoenix, as always, is sensational. He drives home the movie. I forget the name of the director, but she did direct one movie that is one of the most fucked up movies I've ever seen in my life. It's nothing... This one is not fucked up like it's this It's not one.
0: like the house that Jack built? No.
1: The one movie she had directed that was super fucked up was called uh, We Need to Talk About Kevin. Um, with uh, uh, nothing from Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh, uh, I, I almost said Idris Miller. Ezra uh, Miller. Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Um, so that was a pretty twisted movie. This is pretty twisted in the sense of how it dives into a, uh, a person's mindset that may be struggling with PTSD on top of other psychological issues. And I thought it would be a great idea to dive into this one two weeks out from the release of Joker just so you could see again and our listeners can go, go and watch Joaquin Phoenix and see just how capable this guy is uh, 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 as an actor. I mean, most people people know already, but he does so many weird movies randomly mm. that you miss out on some of these ones that reveal just how good he well, actually is he
0: had a big resurgence with her I yeah. remember he was away for a while he did the well, I'm he's... still he did the I'm still here yeah he, he did, did of that of...
1: for a while he retired quote-unquote yeah, right
0: yeah, but, like see he came back with a vengeance in her the master, um, the um, master would... advice. Yeah, right. he's,
1: he's done a ton since then
0: and then, um, then people forget homie wasn't gladiator dude He got
1: nominated for an Oscar he was for amazing in gladiator amazing in gladiator he's but, an
0: amazing actor but like I very much I Joaquin Phoenix is low-key one of my favorite actors I would put him in my I put
1: him in my my top five, probably. Um, no, it's also
0: just because, like, her is such an amazing movie to me. Yeah, very. And knowing what he went through, that like he was talking to no one on yeah. screen the entire time. Yeah, and like this one it. is
1: definitely way different than her, but right. it's a really good uh, character study and a great psychological thriller. So the pick is, you were never really here. You were never really here. All right, Taylor. Um, football season why don't you tell me how you're making money this football season
0: well I'm making money in a lot of different ways Dan please tell me how I have a day job I have all these different things I'm doing and I also make money on BetDSI so why do you choose BetDSI I'm just gonna put us on live now yeah do fine. it right now fuck it
1: fuck it do it live
0: <laughs> alright Bill O'Reilly yeah. Is it was it O'Reilly that did that yeah, okay. okay it's How'd fine how get there But yeah, so BetDSI has been paying winners for over 20 years. BetDSI is also top rated on all betting review sites. You use your sports knowledge to make some extra cash this betting week, this season, everything. BetDSI... Has a very sorry. I've been eating. I gotta fucking calm down. Fine. Chill out. Has a very user-friendly interface and mobile site, and they have some of the fastest payouts in the industry. It's simple. You play, you win, and you get paid. The DSI offers betting options for everything. Bet on MLB, NBA, NHL, NFL, UFC, and all other major sports, politics, reality TV, Colucci, esports, and virtually anything. Try live betting at BetDSI where you can get uh, where you can bet on games from start to finish, every play and every minute until the very uh, end. New members get 100% bonus match when you use promo code YWIL. That's more than double your money to start winning today. I play there, Dan plays there, Josh doesn't play there yet because he doesn't know about gambling, even I keep trying to fucking teach him, um, but someone just had to have car trouble today. Um Josh sucks. <laughs> Josh sucks. Uh, and you could add some extra excitement to the sports you love and any other sports you may be watching. You could be watching tennis for all the hell I know. Once again, go to BetDSI.com and use promo code YWIL and get this limited-time 100% bonus match offer and a $25 free wager to test the waters. Don't miss out and go make some extra cash this betting season. It's only a game until you bet at BetDSI. Now, go
1: with the other ones.
0: Daniel, Yo, I need to ask you something. Yes. Are you thinking about... Starting a website. I am. Okay. Now, you know who you should call for your advertising? You should call Lobo Sound. Now, are you thinking about just straight-up advertising? Like, maybe putting your stuff out there, maybe starting the Dan uh, Dan business, whatever that may be. Dan business
1: is no good for anyone. It's no good
0: for anyone. You should definitely call Lobo Sound. Lobo Sound's world-renowned commercial production and website construction in English, Spanish, and Polish made Lobo Sound a fixture in the Chicago radio and digital advertising communities. But Lobo Sound isn't limited to Chicago. (laughs) Alaska, Atlanta, to, uh, Toronto, Toledo, Hawaii, New Jersey, New York, Montecito, California. Wherever you are, Lobo Sound has your back. Lobo Sound helps you reach your target market, your target market effectively and affordably. Reach sure. who you want to reach when you want on all devices and applications. For more information, call Lobo Sound at 630-244-9704. That's 630-244-9704. Or go to www.lobosound.com. That's www.lobosound.com. Mention you watch, I listen, get a ten percent discount. I don't think I hit record. I don't think you did either. That's why the red button's still <laughs> right, there. You
1: just do all the reads.
0: Alright, so 630-244-9704. My shit. Now for the third ad of this of this shit, we're gonna we're gonna hear from our homies over at the shots uh, for ShotsForlikes podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, guess what, bros and broads? What's that? Fudge and Fins hashtag Shots for Likes podcast is bringing video into the mix. Not only can you communicate... Oh, God. Can you communicate? Do- I'm, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm multitasking here. I need right, to give, give me, you me a me. No, me. I'm going. Fine. Continue to listen on iTunes, Google Play Music, Spotify, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Stitcher. You will now be able to watch them stream their episodes every Saturday night after 11 p.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time. Your favorite booze-consuming podcast will be That's discussing terrific. sports, video games, and embarrassing drunken stories, streaming on Twitch, YouTube, and Mixer. Yeah, screw that paper. Visit the links below and watch and enjoy the assholery. Twitch.tv slash shots likes podcast, Mixer.com slash shots for likes Or visit shots likes podcast.com and click on the YouTube icon up top to watch on YouTube. Well, Drink with us and as always, don't be cunts. cunts.
1: Apparently, I, I'm, our YouTube page isn't allowed to live stream, so I have to record it and then it can upload to YouTube, which Not is easy. Yet. Now I want everyone to watch my fat ass Eat McDonald's. I mean, they could just follow you around and eventually you'll be doing it. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> All right. So, Taylor. What? I, ha- I have something for you guys this week. I have something for everyone. Who's you guys? So, uh, just anyone that has a child or is having a child. Okay. Um, one of my friends had a kid recently and I think he's expecting a second. And I'm post- sorry to hear that. He posted something about... Uh, where do you bring your kid for uh, What salon is good for a one-year-old? And I'm like, fucking shave its head. Give like it a ball it's cup. a fucking one-year-old. And I, I realized that there are so many pitfalls in parenting in 2019. And it's making a soft generation, an even softer generation than the current one. Um, and that parents seem to mistake being gentle with their kids, for being good parenting. And that is not the case. No, it's completely different. So Two I different created... Things. This is called Raising Children 101 with Dan Perosi. Is it? Um, it's a 12-point plan to raise the, super, the perfect super child. <laughs> um, so first and foremost... This is going to be bad. There are no birthday parties for your kid until age five. Seriously. Children's birthday parties are for the parents. Shithead kids don't appreciate the gifts or anyone coming to see them on their birthday. Kind of don't disagree when with I that. When I see someone with a one-year-old have a gigantic fucking party... I say fuck you. <laughs> for, for it's pretty I mean I've seen people go to these things and they're like, "Oh yeah, we got really drunk." I was like, "Oh, that's good for a 1-year-old's birthday party." I'm telling you, man, it's that's that's the adults being just so f- Of course, and I get like you want to get pictures and everything, but you do like a little family party. You don't need to invite your friends.
0: One yet, yeah, no, like one through 5 is like a family very specific
1: a one, thing. A 1-year-old doesn't know what the fuck's going on. Doesn't know it's one. Doesn't It's matter. a fucking little shithead shit in its pants. It shouldn't have a birthday party. So no birthday parties until at least age 5. And this goes to my friend that was asking for a salon. That's you, Jerry. Number two, haircuts. Salon, get out of town, buzz cut until you can grow real hair. Yep, I agree. Uh, I mean, it's pretty simple. I'd rather than have a Pete Rose haircut. I'll just fucking put a bowl on their head and just scissors right around. Well, like, what's the
0: point? What do you, like, need do a you, salon? you just spend forty five dollars. You get a like... mani petty for the little fucker too, dude, dude. I'll tell you what's gonna happen. They're gonna they're gonna shampoo his hair. They're gonna put some highlights in. He's gonna have the tin foil. Do, do what? Like the, the kid
1: is like, just go get it a mani petty too. But I like, guess, seriously, I'm... just buzz cuts for a, cho- a a fucking toddler. They don't have hair to go to a salon. If it's a girl, it's different. I'm not assuming the gender. I'm just saying. No, I'm saying if it's a girl, it's not different because they still can't really grow hair until they're like two or three anyway. I'm just covering our bases here. Alright, number three. No wimps. I raise alpha children. They'll be taught to pounce, harass, and bully the weaker around them to set a clear standard of who the top dog is in any situation. You would have just pissed off a lot of people. No, it's true. You, you, people understand. As human beings, we are basically just very smart animals. And in... With animals, you're in the animal kingdom. We are. And it's about being alpha. You, If you see someone weaker than you, you need to let them know that they are weaker immediately. So, like, I'm, here, perfect example. Alpha, omega. Yeah, that's funny, Taylor. Fuck that's you. That's funny coming from you. You might be an alpha physically, but emotionally, sexually, mentally, intelligence-wise, No. I'm just with, yeah, so you got nothing. But seriously, you need, oh, to, tell, eat shit, you need dude. to tell your kids that if there is someone, you don't want to pick on someone that's like disabled no. because they kind of know their place in the world. It's no. no. been rolled into the corner, but <laughs> well, I'm,
0: well, no, I mean, like, listen, that is something I definitely do agree with you. You definitely need jerk offs and assholes around, yes, to to. Uh, to, like, justify your Social behavior. Class. And Social make, class. Social class is a thing.
1: Exactly. And make you want to be a better person
0: and yeah. not be that. Yeah. And you know I'm what not, I mean? I'm, like, there's a place on a totem pole for absolutely everything.
1: Yeah, and... I, I do condone bullying to an extent uh, I, I don't think it should be to the point where someone commits suicide but if someone smells bad you should bring them an Easter basket filled with deodorants and soaps and shampoo to let them know that they have BO go to Bed so, Bath & Beyond so either bucks. They, they clean themselves up or they're so embarrassed that they start cleaning themselves up and the other thing this does is if you bully properly the proper children <laughs> bully the properly. proper children will eventually get fed up and sock the bully in the mouth and it sets the social class again how are so, the, dude those are not those are the absolute best videos on YouTube of bullies getting sure. the shit. Sure, it's great, out of them. but the the point is the bully has his place, and sometimes the bully needs to get knocked down. But you need to clarify who the wimps are and who the alphas are. I will raise alpha children. It's a straight Chris Chris Rock bit where it's like, fine, you don't want bullies, you don't want
0: Microsoft, you it, don't bingo. want Apple.
1: Everything, every there's bullies in every facet of life. Your boss is probably a bully whether you realize it or not. Any of your superiors My are bullying you bully. around. Yeah. Um. So yeah, raise alphas. Number four. Chores start the moment they can use the bathroom on their own. If you're old enough to know when you have to go to the bathroom and then wipe your ass on your own, you can start carrying your own weight. I'm that's that's actually very interesting and probably the most realistic thing it's, you've actually it, said. I mean, right I'm now. not talking they need to go be fucking chopping firewood. Well, but no, they're not. They can, not out, Paul they can wash their own dish and put
0: it in the dishwasher. The least you could do is rinse it off and you put it in the dishwasher. The
1: least you could do is rake the yard. You can you can uh, t- take out the garbage if it's not too heavy. You could do all these different you, things. You can, you can carry the gallon you can of milk. Clean. You don't need two hands. You can clean the litter box. You could, Chores will start. You, the can go out, you can wipe your own ass. You
0: go out and do a poop
1: patrol and pick up the goddamn dog shit exactly. in the yard. You could do that. It, exactly. You could do some gardening, some weeding, wow. that, whatever. That, that I'm just part saying, sucks. But there's dude. gonna you want the second that you they can, can
0: shovel the goddamn driveway the when there's snow second in the ground. That
1: they show that they know when they have to shit and they're not shit in their pants. They can start doing things around the, the house. 100. percent Okay. Next job. Next one. Number five on my 12 points of parenting and raising children. Part-time job once they enter high school. I don't care what it is. Get paid. Half your check goes to me. The half of the check that is yours, half of that goes into savings account that only I have access to for your collegeing or my trips to Atlantic City. Okay, so here's where I disagree with you. Okay, which part? So
0: uh, all of it.
1: So uh, all of it. What? Dude, children do not know how to manage
0: money. I don't know how to man. That's not true. So, I well, so I had to fall flat on my face. Okay, so no. Makes- here's 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 my thing. So on the off chance that. My kid, your kid, become otherworldly athlete. Working. I got very lucky because I didn't have to have a job in high school because I was an athlete and I, was, I, I wasn't great in school, mm-hmm. but I didn't really need a job. My parents were fortunate enough where they didn't need me to get a job. Okay. When I graduated, shit changed. That was different. Yeah. But, you know, that's how I met this piece of shit. Yeah. But the whole point of it is is that, like... Uh, part of it is definitely true part of it I definitely don't agree with like there are certain special circumstances that can dictate okay, that particular so one talk the-, the taking half of it eh.
1: If they will work, they take it. I wouldn't wouldn't make a high schooler pay rent. That's just me. Well, I'm not saying pay rent, but half the check will be going to things that in case they need it. In case they, when they want to get their first car. The savings account will go towards things for the future because it'll accumulate interest and things like that. But you take half their check each week, you give them the other half, you take half of that and put that into a savings account so the second they turn 18, that's fucking theirs. But you take the other half so that when they, like, kids don't realize that yes, the second you turn 18, you ain't just taking mom and dad's car whenever you want in a lot of situations. So you're putting the money aside for them, but you're also going to teach them fiscal responsibility by giving them less money than they see in that initial paycheck. So they won't be just spending it. Thinking so that you're teaching them how the to pocket. pay taxes, bro. You're teaching them how to pay taxes. Exactly. Okay. I'm teaching them multiple things here. Okay. Okay. That makes a little more yeah, sense to me. Exactly. exactly. That Trust I get. Me. Yeah. All right. Number six. The second turn, eight, they turn 18, they pay f- fair rent or they get the fuck out. Uh, fair yeah, rent. Okay. Fair rent. So I, I I, see both sides of this. I definitely do. I mean, fair rent isn't like what you'd pay to get your own apartment in yeah. New Jersey. Fair rent is like, you know, four to five hundred bucks a month just until they figure it out. Because the second they see like they're paying it and they're not still not being able to live. Because as long as you're living under my roof, you're living under my rules regardless. You're not just going to fucking come and go as you please and shit like that. You're going to pay fair rent. And that will also inspire you to go out and get your own place where you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. So I, I, I kind of dig the old school tough love. I kind of dig That's it. how you do it. Um, number seven, if your teachers talk down to you, you talk down to them. This is in accordance with rule three. I'm sorry. I'm not saying be insubordinate, but we all have had those teachers that think just because of your teacher, they can talk to you like you're an asshole or yeah, a piece no, of shit. No, you're hundred percent right. They know individual things about your life and then they kind of talk condescendingly to you. Yeah. I right. support, I support insubordinates in certain situations. And if a teacher is being an asshole, my child will have every right to go right back at them as long as they are honest and upfront with me and I, I'm confident my children will be so I'll give you a perfect example of standing up for yourself specifically to a
0: teacher or someone in the school so where I went to high school it was very very it's a small town mentality much much smaller than where this sure. asshole went don't to high school don't ask don't
1: tell kind of stuff
0: exactly that, that means gay sex that's not true <laughs> Okay. Go a on. lot of other weird shit happened, <laughs> but so there was one particular time where me and my buddies went to a the girls' varsity game where my buddy's girlfriend at the time was playing. I had a bunch of friends on the team. They were playing away game, so we're at the away we're at the away stadium. And they start screaming at my buddy's girlfriend, calling her, uh, calling her a cunt, saying she's an ugly mm. bitch, yada, yada, yada. They yelling at my friend Brittany. They're yelling at all these people that I've, been, I've known for 20 years. And I'm wearing with my girlfriend and my sister. And I knew the football players on the other side of that line. And next thing I know, they start screaming, Micah, your girlfriend's a whore. Uh, After, what, was she? No, not at all. After okay. She's actually just got married. Congratulations. I'm not going to say your name. Congrats, but,
1: whore. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's great. So, so all I do, I turn around to the whole student body and I
1: flip them off. That's all I do. Good for you.
0: Now the... the, the, Oh, I see where this is going. The principal... Uh, of this school shows up, AD shows up. They're yeah. like, you can't do that. So naturally, I just double bird both yeah. of them and I get the hell out of there because it got rogue. The next Monday in school, my AD has me pulled into the principal's office with my principal and my VP and she's screaming at me, you're, you're a disgrace to this high school and to this town, yada, yada, <laughs> I, yada. I, I'd
1: be like, I don't need you to tell me that because I know it.
0: So I just sat there. I let her just hey, go just off on me. It. I was three months away from graduating. I could give a shit. Three months from retirement. Right? Right. <laughs> So so she, so she fucks off. And I'm sitting there, and I look at my VP, and I look at my principal, who I had very good relationships with. They helped me out a lot in high school. I wasn't supposed to graduate. Let's, let's be real. So I see why. they literally go to me, and they're like, listen... Like they want, they wanted to suspend me. What are you doing, dude? Yeah, they're like, "Come on, what's your problem?" I go, "Listen, I'm out of here in three months. I can give a Do shit about the fuck you want all that. Wise, I don't. I really don't care. It doesn't matter to me whatsoever. I'll serve the detentions or whatever for you guys because you've helped me out a lot. But her and that BS, nah, not happening." I had one detention. I got signed in the rest of the two weeks. I had two-hour detention, okay. and that was it. I showed up for one to make her happy, and then um, the teacher go. who ran the detention signed me in, and then the girls' varsity team ended up sitting in detention with me because it was bullshit.
1: Nice. I have a better insubordinate. So story. So stand
0: up for yourself so me, in school if you got Let me you tell gotta. you my
1: teacher's story now. So this is my junior year of high school, um, and I, as a young, young man, I had issues with uh, depression and things like that. And I had a science teacher that actually had known my family for so long. She was my aunt's second grade teacher. So now knowing how old he is, knowing how old I am, this is before all this shit yeah. that's happening now
0: was Correct. really a
1: thing. Correct. So she knew my aunt. Uh, her sons knew my brothers. Uh, one of my brothers uh, beat the shit out of one of her sons when I was like a little, little kid. Maybe even before I was born. That's a,
0: that's a great story. So
1: one day when I was being an emotional little twat and I was depressed, I went to her before class. Like right right as class started, we'll say. Okay. The whole class is sitting there. And I pulled her aside and said, hey, I'm going to go down to guidance. I don't feel good. Because I don't need to say I'm a depressed fucking fruit. I just said, I don't feel good. And in front of the whole class, this wretched cunt says, you don't feel good. That's your life story. Oh, So needless to say, I then flipped out on her. Oh, my God. Uh, So I want you to tell me if I went too far here. Okay. I said, how the fuck is that anyone's business but my own? You know my family situation, you stupid cunt. The only reason you're pissed at me is because your husband left you. So you were doing great until the husband left you part. Yeah, and your husband did leave her. I know this for a fact. Her husband was a principal in elementary (laughs) school had an affair with his secretary. Um, She cried. I got kicked out of school for three months. Okay, well. Eventually, they wanted to expel me. We had to get lawyers and shit, and then eventually it got reversed. Uh, I will not say that woman's name because she still lives in town, but if by chance you saw this, you are still a wretched cunt. All right, let's get back to my steps. All right, number eight. If you have a son, you listen to dad first. If it's a daughter, you listen to mom, unless dad is speaking. If dad is speaking, mom knows to shut up. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. Thoughts? No. Taylor, comment? I have no thoughts. Okay, just making sure. Just uh, because it's so ridiculous what you just said. Number nine, no liberals. Oh! oh, oh. How could it get any worse? Uh, number ten, no dating liberals. <laughs> uh, number eleven, Mets, Dolphins, or get the fuck out, idiot. Get the fuck out, <laughs> So idiot. let me explain. And okay. this isn't just for, like, my children. This is for anyone's children. Okay. You want to raise sports fans because sports eventually translates to things in real life. If you set them up with a team in present day's terms, like the Patriots, all they know is success. They don't know how to handle failure. That's why Patriots fans, in the few games they lose at Foxborough, if they're getting blown out in the first half, they're leaving. Le- every time because they don't know how to handle failure because Patriots fans didn't exist it's until am- 2001 it's amazing if you are a Mets fan or a Dolphins fan all you know is disappointment all you know is failure all you know is building up hope and thinking things will be good and then they end up not being good that's why I like being the fan of the Broncos because
0: they'll do great for like three years and they suck to be while. fair
1: you've seen a Super Bowl in your lifetime you've I've in s- fact seen three Super Bowls in your lifetime I've seen three you've seen three I have seen zero championships for my team so your level of disappointment is not equal with my level no, of disappointment I'm not but I'm I get not- what you're you're saying by the fact that they'll be good and then they're terrible for a stretch. I'm saying like the last John Elway to Jake Cutler to Jake Plummer to all this different shit. I'm still waiting for the replacement to Dan Marino. So what's the difference here? So I think maybe it doesn't have to be Mets and Dolphins but you want to set them up with franchises that are historically disappointing because the moment and that time, when it comes, that they actually win, it'll be that much sweeter, and they will appreciate it that that much more. So, Mets, okay. Dolphins, or get the fuck out, De- idiot. Definitely Mets, and I wouldn't even mind if it was Yankees, to be honest. Okay. I not No, mind. because that's the same thing. That's the spoiled no. Patriots fan base. A spoiled fan base. I, I,
0: would, I wouldn't mind, because it's just in the area. If it was anywhere else, I would have a problem. You no, know what I'm saying? It, like, it's
1: either going to root for the Mets, or they're going to root for the Texas Rangers. That's the only teams they can have. The um, Texas Rangers yes, exactly Minnesota um, Twins Okay, so No, the Twins have won A World Series before I want just fucking teams That are All just right. shit Alright um, And they, they actually Are a pretty good team Right now Yeah, too. they are uh, Number 12 This is the final rule To raising children 101 with Dan Perosi. Learn to cook by 16 You'll be home from school Before I'm home from work Have my dinner ready I'll tell you
0: one One theme that you have Throughout this list That I kind of like Is that you have deadlines And when you ha- when you set deadlines Shit usually gets done Yes um, So that You're is setting something Setting standards I, I, and
1: practices is. I
0: like, yeah, you know, it's straight up SOP. So, so um, it's like uh, it's
1: so a, when you have a child, Taylor, will you follow my my game plan here no. to raise the perfect super child? Not entirely.
0: Are you saying that we should raise super children? No, because oh, the last time sorry. you tried to announce that we had a kid, it just
1: said Dan Prose is oh, expecting was so a baby, bad, and it, dude. It, it, that the was notification the went to
0: everyone on his friends list. I just thought and like, his friends list
1: was huge. It's like, yeah, like I, I, th- so I, I did a thing like you're still listed as my pet on Facebook. Like it says, Taylor mm-hmm. Joseph Pet, whatever. Dude. And I was like trying to say that we were having a kid together, and I thought it would just send a notification to you, and then it would be on my timeline, but it sent a push notification to like everyone on my friends list, including my grandmother. That's awesome. So that was really, really exciting for for me and for you. But it didn't say you. It just said Dan Parozzi is expecting a child. That's
0: why it was funny. If it showed my name, everyone would have known it was a joke. <laughs>
1: <Everyone>. <laughs> All right. So I got some funny stuff for this week. Um, so Wolf of Wall Street. Right, We've great movie. Josh hasn't, Josh seen, hasn't it yet. seen it. So, how is does the? Do you remember how the movie Wolf of Wall Street opens? Like what the first scene is? Um, aren't they? They're throwing a dwarf yeah, at a th- sign. Well, let's use the correct terminology: abomination. Oh, that's <laughs> even worse. Sorry, family photo ruiner. Oh, no, okay. Little person is the correct terminology. Um, yes, they're throwing the the little person. No. Well, a pub in Australia decided to have the same contest. <laughs> I got two stories out of Australia today. That's great. Australia is like Florida, man, but it's a fucking country and continent. They have spiders that eat birds. Yeah, so they did a, a little person tossing and then had to issue like an apology and shit, which if the little people were fine with it, who gives a shit? If if other people are offended for little people, shut up. Um, and the other story out of Australia, okay. Um, I guess it was like a farm, a factory that had bulls there. Or they were they uh there was for like artificial like, insemination. Okay, so like real cows, not like
0: not like rodeo bulls. Know if they, I
1: don't even know if they had the animals there, but they had the semen of the animals there for like artificial insemination purposes. They probably brought in like trucks of bulls at one time, right. shot them up with good sperm. I'm assuming. Right. Well, this factory exploded, <laughs> and the firefighters said they had to dodge projectiles of bull cum. I mean. <laughs> I feel like that
0: like like if you have like, a good story if I'm a fireman and I roll up to a fire, fire
1: fireman tale <laughs>
0: This that, that's that's that been a thing for way too long yeah okay so um, go on no so like if I'm a fireman and I roll up to a fire and the first thing it's like okay I'm not asking what building it is what like what's sure. stored well I might ask what's stored in it because then it's fertilizer and well, shit goes up well they just say
1: like I'm assuming if you're a local fire, fireman they're probably gonna be like it's this place uh, it's a cum factory yeah it's the place and with then the it's cum like, <laughs> it's a place where the semen's at it's the place where the cum is Josh's asshole <laughs> No, it's his mouth. mouth. His upper lip. <laughs> this upper lip. <laughs> Taylor, comment.
0: Stop go doing on, go that. On. No, and like, if I got to roll up to a fire, and the first thing they tell me is, like, all right, well, listen, it's like raining cum. So, <laughs> it's like-
1: raining cum. Hallelujah! No, so,
0: like, if that's the first thing that's happening, one, umbrella, and then two, like. You need, like, a visor? Two, I'm, like,
1: driving the other way. Yeah, like, let that motherfucker burn. i are getting hit with cum projectiles. Bro,
0: if there's nothing in the immediate vicinity or no one is about to get hurt, let that motherfucker
1: burn. Yeah, like, can we just fly a helicopter over it and dump water? We're still
0: ranches. It's 2019. Like, grow up, bro. I guess
1: cum's got to come from somewhere.
0: Yeah, probably you.
1: (laughs) No, that's usually going in me. <laughs> Dude, right. that's right up there with jackass, where he's um, like, oh, "Would you get horse cum from a horse, um, idiot?" So here's a good one. This is uh, was all in the news this week. Um, i going back two weeks, really. Uh, Shane Gillis of Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, um, right. getting fired after getting a week after getting hired because of. Um, We'll we'll use the quotes that the media has been liking. Uh, his racist and homophobic words, not not jokes. They said words. Now,
0: do we have like exact quotes? Because I I saw. It uh, in I didn't passing. go and
1: listen. I read up on a couple of them, but he, you know, it's a comedian making Asian jokes. So he, like, what do you think he was saying? Brendan Schaub said Asians are good at math in his. Well, special. I was offended by his special for other reasons, and I was oh. mad because I liked it at one point. Yeah, and then you learned. You liked it because you liked him, and now you're starting to realize you were wrong. I'm looking at the camera in disgust because I'm because this is one of those. Few- oh, people are going to give you shit about ever liking his stand-up. It's,
0: well? I liked it for all of a week. Yeah, until I, I realized it, what was happening. Yeah, and
1: then you watch it again. Like we actually did a thing with my buddies uh, Steve, Jake, Brandon, Jeff, to Brand-Dan? see if you could, Brandon, if you yeah. could actually laugh at it. I there was maybe when I saw it initially, I, He's I did an edgy laugh. Dude. He does Asian jokes.
0: Well, you said it was good at math. Woo. Ooh, yeah, uh, an Asian barber. Risky. Dude, the Power Rangers were risky when they cast an Asian woman to be the Yellow Ranger. And the black guy to be the Black Ranger. Like, come uh, on. So
1: this whole Shane Gillis thing, he issued an apology if anyone was offended by the joke. Um, and I was really hoping that they wouldn't fire him. But unfortunately, um, cancel culture wins again. And I, I, I'm really afraid that cancel culture is not going to be losing anytime soon because the yeah. Pandora's box has been opened. And it seems like almost every one of these people is winning. Now, I do think it's actually a very good thing for Shane Gillis because now he's actually like a name. People will go see his stand-up just out of support. I was going to say, he's and, got his name out there now. And now it comes out that Lauren Michaels wanted him because they, they realized that the last few years they have been alienating the conservatives. The thing that people don't realize with SNL, like it's easy to rag on SNL for sucking down, but they always appeal to middle America they always appealed to middle America just like Dave Letterman did over Jay Leno because Jay Leno only appealed to New Yorkers Letterman was always funnier um, but he always appealed to, he always appealed to middle America but Jay Leno would win because he would win the ratings in New York City and Los Angeles mm-hmm. so Lauren Michaels wanted markets. to hire Shane Gillis based on his edgier material and thinking it would appeal to conservatives more and I guess they said they didn't properly vet him which I don't believe for a second if they've had this guy working for him for a while and they just looked into it they know what kind of comedy he does because I think, I think Lauren Michaels is tired of
0: Keenan Tyler thompson trying to live off the no they trying to live off the keenan and cal no dude nostalgia keenan's
1: Kenan, now no i don't think he's tired keenan's their most popular cast member they've had in decades he's dude he's he's always he, bored the hell he just got me. his new. he just got his own nbc show he's the longest tenured snl cast member of all time that and i he, know he, that he but. may have a, uh, there's a rumor that he has a lifetime contract to be on the show whenever he wants he's he's well liked by the cast the crew i just i don't i just never I, found him funny well bro. i'll never. tell you he's he's funnier than kel Where's Kel these days? Yeah, but Kel was very funny. Well, yeah, at the time, and then we Kel just kept saying Kel as we were getting older. And Keenan actually has a little bit of chops and talent. Like, who but, loves Iron Soda? Regar- regardless, going back to Shane Gillis, sorry, um, sorry. It, it's it's so fucking stupid. And that comedian again, we talk about this all the time. Comedians' words are taken as their thoughts, their feelings, as truth to gospel. But when an actor plays a racist, when an actor plays a rapist, when they pay a child molester, a serial murderer, a person that abuses animals, oh, it's just their R. It's just art. What is com What is stand-up comedy? Well, it's a form of art. Stand-up comedy is the Funniest form of satire. That sure, there really is. it's supposed to tear down taboo subjects yeah. and things that make people squirm.
0: Well, I mean, like it's just there's so many different comedians out there and so many different styles that there's something out there for everyone. So there shouldn't be a right and a wrong when it comes to stand up comedy. Certainly, uh, you know what I mean. Where it's like, listen, you may not like Jim Jeffrey stuff because it's so vile. You may like Chris Rock stuff. Maybe yeah. not Dave Chappelle or um, George Carlin. Or you Renny may like Bruce. observational.
1: You may like clean comedians like Jim Gaffigan and Jerry Seinfeld. Or you could love someone. Who just does pretty much crowd work in Jimmy Carr? You know Patrice what I mean. O'Neil did Patrice O'Neill There's Bill Burr. All people, of his like, stuff. No one's telling you you have to listen to this comedy. And the the biggest problem with this cancel culture is that these these heathens, these these cretins, these absolute scumbags are not happy until someone loses their job. <laughs> but <laughs> like, what are, what are they gaining? What what could possibly be gained from making someone get fired?
0: Because in this generation, in this culture. People like you and me who actually have legitimate opinions and actually have real insight on certain things. Very little, but insight nonetheless. This much more than the yeah. people who get yeah. these actual people exactly. fired. They <laughs> actually make the difference. We're doing this shit yeah, for fun. Yeah, we
1: make no difference. We make none whatsoever. We're probably gonna
0: get canceled. Let's be fair. Yeah, and it's just us. Yeah, but and not Josh because Josh sucks. Yeah, but no, like I said, it's one of those things where like they get validation when 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 they're a part of yeah. something when they're not. They think they're the direct reason that James Gunn loses his job. Of course that um David that David Spade gets fired. Off a project yeah, that any of whoever guys, loses a job, it doesn't matter. Gets fired.
1: And it's the other thing it does to me is that it, it makes the, the actual justifiable ones less important because you're you're taking just words. It's stupid validation that they don't need, but they well, can't get it the, in their the own. The other life. thing is that the and it, this is always like. Middle-aged white people, usually white women, and, uh, almost always white women. And all right, t- Diane, live, laugh, love <laughs> yeah, somewhere else. Exactly. Go make me a fucking pudding. Uh, but, I didn't say that. But uh, <laughs> go get me a pudding. Can please. I see the manager? So, so the the thing here's the thing. Why? As we said, it's almost always white people. We don't even say white women. It's almost always white people, and they think by defending. um people that after they see a racial joke or a homophobic joke that it means it proves to everyone that they're not racist and they're not homophobic. Well look, I'm against this joke, so I can't possibly be that thing. And this is my people are fucked Yeah, exactly. White people are fucked up. And they don't realize how inherently racist that actually is that you think that you need to come rushing to the aid of every minority. like They don't realize that you are literally creating the white savior complex that you think is a problem. The same reason that you guys hated Green Book saying it was the white savior complex is exactly what the fuck you guys do exactly and if you want to keep going after people for for things they say one day it's going to turn around it happened to james gunn he went after people for words they said and thankfully the other shoe dropped and people cooler heads prevailed and he got his job back thankfully but if you're going to keep going after people you're going to realize that not all of us said things that we mean 10 years ago that we would think now or say now completely different person 10 years ago i was 17 years old completely different world believable if if there was social media back when I was in high school, Ooh. I'd probably be in prison.
0: I had social media when I was in high school, and I'm glad I'm deleting everything. Like it was
1: just MySpace, and even then, I couldn't remember half the shit I did. But I know I had some harsh words on there that I don't use anymore. I didn't, when cameras are on. I didn't have that. <laughs>
0: I didn't have that many harsh words. I just had a lot of cringy fucking shit that I would oh, post. Like MySpace oh, bulletin. No, like uh, no, it was on Facebook actually. I was in high school. I was like, uh, you know, it's my high school girlfriend with a text yeah. me. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm good at finding like your that.
1: your. Shit yeah, you gotta do it.
0: Like, <laughs> that's why I shut my wall off because of you.
1: Well, I, I deleted Twitter for we'll a month because of you. <laughs> um, let's get into some other stuff because the Shane Gillis thing is just fucking. It stinks. Point. I'm so it annoyed. Fucking stinks, and it I'm w- going to support him with whatever he does next. We're going to ha- keep having he had a this funny c- post about. It. He says, <laughs> "I always like Mad TV more." <laughs> <laughs> we're going to ha- we're going to keep having this it's conversation. Cancel culture is winning. It's it's, it's unfortunately always, dude, it's going to
0: win. It's always going to win. It's It sucks.
1: So there was some rumors this week. Actually, one of them is confirmed. The other one is a very strong rumor. What are the Actually, rumors? You know, I'm not even say rumors. Um, these are three three projects that are in the works that are reboots or remakes. Okay, uh, can I the guess? The first one
0: that is confirmed. Yeah, sure, go ahead. Guess. Okay, so we're doing a, a remake. Is it of a
1: classic? I would say all three of these are classics. Classics. Yeah. So they're going to do a Goonies remake. No. Fuck. Not Goonies. You're in the right era okay. of film. 90s, 80s? Yeah. late Like late it's, 80s, it, early this, 90s? It, this to me, this one movie they're talking about remaking. Okay, just say it. it the Princess Bride. Don't fuck With The Princess Bride. I finally watched it, and I liked it. It's as perfect a movie for that like family, fantasy, fun adventure. It's so funny. How are you going to recast Andre the Giant in that role? I can't. I have one word to describe the idea of remaking The Princess Bride. What? Inconceivable. Get it? Because it's from the movie. The next one. um, The next two are remakes of television shows one from the 90s and one that only ended i think six years ago they're already talking about rebooting what there be but six years ago i almost said big bang
0: theory no, uh just
1: recent um what show ended six, was it a big show yes a big show uh, oh. that was also in itself a remake of a british version wait a minute i feel like i know this and
0: you're gonna piss me off when, when you about like this. Dude, you like this show do think i
1: ricky gervais created the original Ricky the office they're already Stop. talking about no. on NBC streaming service Why? of a reboot of the office because people just fucking They i i don't know i i I couldn't tell you i can't the exp- office is perfect and say what you want about the the, the later seasons it's still a lot of fun uh, dude i didn't even like the later seasons and i agree I, I, people loved it leave it the fuck alone I actually like
0: the Will Ferrell stuff because I, I like Will Ferrell but it I was kind of I still didn't
1: like it but, but James I,
0: Spader was hilarious I dude. just
1: don't like unless you somehow get the entire cast to come back and even then Which you're not going to be able to recreate the same magic you can't I think Steve Carell's exclusively signed to Apple uh, TV Plus on top of it he's got a show coming to it what do you even do make a show about fucking Kevin and Dwight fucking Dwight sucks Dwight oh, stop Dwight me no, wait Dwight was great And then it just became what kind of goofy shit Dwight can do, just the one-up thing. That's where The Office lost me, where it was just one-up, how crazy Dwight can get, how crazy Dwight can get. I would be down for a Creed spinoff series. <laughs> just Creed, like, in the woods. I'd be down for that always. Like, what's up? What's Creed up to now? Let Creed be the boss. Maybe I'll watch it. And you say, like, Creed and Meredith? Yeah, exactly. Creed and Meredith, but I want it to be X-rated and then just fucking. <laughs> the I want time. to see her fucking old loose box and his old ball. Just turns into a porn. Um, the other re-ma- remake that is actually confirmed this will be happening okay. is a remake... With most of the original cast of Save by the Bell, one of the most don't iconic shows it. of the '90s. That one I don't hate because it's been around. It's it's been gone
0: for a while. So and I feel like introducing yeah, shit like that and, to like um, this Zach generation. Morris is, is already big.
1: confirmed a return. Elizabeth Berkley, um what? and Mario Lopez are all confirmed to return. Shut the fuck up. They're all back. Uh, the only one that will not be back definitively is Screech. He will not come back because well, everyone, everyone hates him. Well, what about Mister Belding? Um I, I think he would come back. he's always at WWE events. He's, he's like a huge, huge thing wrestling wrestling is the man. Um, so the premise of the series what I understand is that Zach Morris actually ends up being the governor of California and they're having issues what? with schools in the district that uh, Bayside is in Dude. so they try to he goes to visit the school. I'm like this could work See, that's man, cool. It I like that. Stay by the bell. It wasn't a good show, but it was it was a great show. It was like if you ever stayed home from school during the week, there were two things you always watched. one of them was say by the bell and the other was the price is right. you always <laughs> or you watched Maury. Oh, and Steve Wilkos, Steve, I always well, watched, you those, always watched yeah. all those. But I'm I'm kind of interested to see what they could do with the Save by the Bell. It needs to be just as cheesy though. I would like that because that
0: like between that show and that '70s show, those were like the two main sitcoms I always ever sure, watched. Sure, and I, that '70s show is a ten times better show, like story wise. Yeah, oh, but yeah. But Save sure. by the Bell is such a great coming of age. Like if you're in middle school, about to be in high school, or even in high school, you love it. Yeah, like. It's better than Fresh Prince. I'm sorry. I, I like well, it better.
1: I, I, I like the Fresh Prince. I love, I, love Fresh the, Prince I, Fr- I love
0: Fresh Prince too. I think Say by the Bell is better. Um no, I I will I listen, I there's say by That's the Bell... That's just me. I know I'm I know people think I'm I'm fucking <laughs> so crazy.
1: Let, let me let me D- tell a difference here, you know. He just said that uh, that seventy show had a better story than um, Say by the Bell. Fresh Prince had a much better story overall well, than Say na- by the Bell. Well, now I mean, that you say that, I do remember his dad leaving. His dad leaving. Whole Carlton fucking getting thing. Uh, Will getting shot protecting Carlton, but like Carlton that, getting bullied by the frat because he wasn't black enough. But, like, but like that, but like that shit was. I just like I don't know what it see, is. See, I I, I love Say by the Bell, but Fresh Prince is one of those ones that like. I still remember every word to the opening song and shit. everyone like, does. Like like those those memes where it's like, oh, you grew
0: up in the '90s if you can't finish dude, in West Philadelphia, dude, born you, and you raised. Know the whole
1: song. I mean, that was. And there's just so many iconic episodes. I mean, just fucking DJ Jazzy Jeff getting thrown out by Uncle Phil <laughs> yeah. all the time. The only show that ever changed mothers in the middle of it and actually like gave a, a, a tip of the cap to acknowledging it. Uh, yeah, but well, Roseanne did the same thing when they replaced the character and brought her back in well, the original run of the show. Yes, correct. But um, it was uh, yeah. I I don't want to see them touch Fresh Prince because I think that's going to be a really hard one to do especially it would almost be too woke because Fresh Prince did have woke moments because they talked about um, when they got pulled over by the cops and Carlton didn't understand why they were being treated differently right now it would be almost too woke and even if it was practical and smart it would be people would the uh, the opposite of the social justice warriors the people on the right that just everything in time there's a woman or a black person and they person, would hate uh, it too it's woke go woke bro. broke it's go woke bro. broke who cares alright um, the next thing I have before do we you do have? our football picks football picks um, so obviously, with Marvel buying X Men, um, we're going to be getting new X. Are buying uh, Sony, buying the properties? That Is Sony it finally has. done? That's been done for a couple weeks. Well, I was going to say because it wasn't Sony Spider Man. That's a completely different subject. Sony owns the rights to Spider Man. They bought the properties for X Men, Fantastic Four. That was the thing I went through. So but Sony, Disney bought Sony entirely. They, no, they bought the. They did not buy Sony. They bought the properties, the intellectual properties. That was the misunderstanding. Yes, correct. I had then okay. So they own X Men now and they're obviously going to reboot X-Men, which I don't think they really need to do. I know Dark Phoenix sucked. I didn't see it, but I know it was apparently terrible. We have a lot of X-Men movies and a lot of them are really good. The majority of them are really really good. Days I of Future Passes a lot. Days of, fun. of Future Passes great. X2, the first X-Men's really good. First Class is really good. Logan is fucking fantastic. Um, I could do without Wolverine. Uh, no, the Orange. Wolverine was trash. X Men Origins Wolverine was
0: awful. Was awful. Awful. With, with, and uh, X
1: Men Three wasn't very good either. No.
0: What was um? What was the uh, What was the fucking other one? The one not Days of Future's
1: Past. There was another first one. First Class. X-Men no. First class. There was uh, the uh, Last Stand. Was the, the third one. That's okay. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Of. Right. 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 Um. So obviously they're going to reboot this and recast this, and now there's questions about will they make Magneto or Professor X? People of color. I mean, okay, why not? Uh, I'll tell but you why. At the not. same time, what what is Magneto's what is Ma- Magneto's character's origin story?
0: He's a Holocaust survivor.
1: A uh, Jewish Holocaust survivor. Yeah, black guy. No, yeah, exactly. That's the thing. Jewish Listen, Holocaust survivor, black guy I, with blonde hair and blue I, eyes. I generally, when it comes to these things, when people go nuts about, oh, we, you, can't, you can't have a black James Bond. I'm saying, dude, it's a fucking. It, it's there's well, no, James Bond is more of a moniker. He's a, Mon- like, a these moniker. These are actual Correct. characters. So, so that but I understand. When the origin story of a character is that he is a Jewish Holocaust survivor, you can't really go the person of color route. I'm sorry, you can't.
0: Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. I mean, I'm not trying to be a dickhead about it either. That's just
1: shoehorning it just to do that, and that's how you're going to get backlash.
0: If you want to do that, you have to completely
1: rewrite everything yeah exactly like, for, like you literally have to start See, X-Men from scratch Magneto Kunta Kinte like <laughs> your name is Magneto <laughs> yeah, but, I mean like, it turns out what
0: they're, they're gonna make Magneto Mexican he's gonna get Montezuma's oh. friends and shit himself the entire movie <laughs> that's <laughs> it
1: oh papi Magneto <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably get in trouble for that uh, ahora se vato okay. Holmes so why don't we get into our picks I know now? that from Eddie Guerrero and that's about it
0: yeah. they lie they cheat they steal rest wow, in peace he's so
1: racist um, okay why don't we get into our picks for the week uh, because our lovely engineer Joshua is not here here he sent me his picks so I will reveal them after we each give ours. Uh, before I start, I want to talk a little bit about this Minka Fitzpatrick trade. Go uh, for really it, quick. Yeah, please. I want to know your exact. Thoughts, okay, so cause, like, it's the rough. second that Minka Fitzpatrick it came out that he was the player that demanded a trade, I said, Get rid of him. Um, I don't care how bad the team is, uh, you quit. You quit on your teammates, you quit on your team. And I understand being disheartened by how poorly they've played. I get that. But that's not why he did that. He did that because he didn't want to be used as they wanted to use him, which is exactly how he was used in Alabama. They wanted him to use him at the corner. They wanted him to use him in the nickel. They wanted him to use him at safety. They wanted him to use it at linebacker. I'm sorry. You were drafted as a Swiss Army knife, and now a coaching staff comes in that wants to use you like a Swiss Army knife, and you say, no, I only want to play nickel. Now,
0: Uh, I completely understand... And we actually talked about this earlier in the week. We Mm -hmm. touched on it briefly, but... So, um, I don't necessarily disagree with him wanting to quit because the Dolphins look like one of the worst teams I've seen since the 0-16 Lions. Or the 0-16 Browns. Or the 0-16 Browns. They were they were at least competitive, it doesn't matter. Oh, and 16 so, You are what your record says you are. You're 16 I, I understand that. What two teams I've ever done. I'm just so saying, go on, go like, like Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, sure, shit, sure. Whatever. So, um, I understand where he's coming from. He's immensely frustrated. He's an otherworldly talented uh, sure. cornerback, and he doesn't want to be taken advantage of. That's my sure. only way I could see that, and I mentioned that to you, mm-hmm. that, is that when the time comes for a franchise tag, they're going to look at snaps. They're going to see who's the lowest.
1: But, if the, you, you even mentioned it before, if he's in he a would, linebacker position... Like 6% he make, percent of the time, no, he, he would, would be, make less, make, right? If he has like, I, the reason they were able to do that to Davion Clowney is because he played over thirty percent of his snaps at linebacker, and that's the only way you can get that franchise tag distinction. He wasn't going to play thirty percent of snaps at linebacker.
0: No, but at the same time, that but that's I, not what it was about. I don't know his exact wanna,
1: thought process. Well, I also didn't like the fact that he had to have his mom go out and make statements before he said anything about, oh, they're using him wrong. I hate that kind well, of shit. Do we know for sure that he made his mom do that? Like, Dude, is that? Confirmed? I'm sorry, you're a grown man. You, uh, like, no, you, off, you like, had a say in this. See, this okay, no, let's see. Here's my only thing. Because Brent Grimes' wife did this too with Brent, where he wanted certain things, and then she started spouting off, and then he got what he wanted. Yeah, I'm but, sorry. Well, I'm saying like I I I can't confirm that, so I don't know. I'm going to assume that he didn't say to his mom like, "What are you doing?" Right. Like, and then he said, and then he even said like, "Yeah, well, I want to be used this way." I'm because I'm it, sorry, you were drafted to be used exactly like you were at Alabama, and the fact that after only 17 games in your professional career. That you think you have that right when Xavier Howard was told the exact game plan that this team's going to have long-term and he re-signed. Jakeem Grant was given the exact same game plan. He He re-signed. Jesse Davis re-signed. Rashad Jones, a veteran who has the right because he's been playing so long. He earned it. He's earned the right to ask for a release or a trade. He's earned he's that. He's earned it. What I'm so afraid of with the, a deal like this is that it's going to be like the NBA where players can just come and go every year or two. Because Antonio Brown... Now yep. you've got J- Jalen Ramsey's asking for a trade. Ta- Taco Charlton just got released by the Cowboys because he demanded it today. Only drafted two years ago. I have no issue when players don't want to sign the franchise tag like you saw with Jadeveon Clowney, like you see with Melvin Gordon, um, Ezekiel Elliott. I, I, Le'Veon Bell I was in full support of last yeah. year. But when you have a con- contract you should be fulfilling the terms of especially under a rookie deal Uh, i'm sorry he was soft and he couldn't deal with how they wanted to use him there was probably a level of i came from alabama and now i'm going to be on this really bad team good and i'm glad the dolphin and i honestly i wish the best for mink and fitzpatrick because i think he's a good kid i just think he didn't know how to deal with adversity in this league so they just (laughs) traded you a team that's zero and two without their quarterback now and for miami what they've done is they've put themselves in a position where in the next two years they can be competitive very quickly. They have so many first round picks. They have three first round draft crazy. picks this year. They have two second round picks. They have two third round picks. Next year they have two first round picks. Next the next year they also have two second round picks. And they have $160 million in cap room this season. Look, dude, I'm the, telling I you. I the Dolphins once go 1-15 to 11-5 and the next season by a good draft, by taking Jake Long, by getting a, a, a quality quarterback in Chad Pennington, mm-hmm. having an established running game. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Were those I Ricky mean, Williams years? That was Ricky Williams when he came back, and that yeah. was Ronnie Ronnie and Ricky, the Wildcat year. Oh my god, In um, yeah. 08. So, I'm not saying that they're all of a sudden next year there could be a playoff team. I'm saying if they go 0-16 this year, and they win six games next year, that is a six-game improvement. That's that great. That is dramatic.
0: That, that's a so, that 600% improvement?
1: What the Dolphins are doing right now is unprecedented in NFL history. They are making a full commitment to being the worst possible team to guarantee that they get the quarterback they want. And to put themselves in a position to control the NFL draft board for two seasons. It has never been done before.
0: Now all they need, if they really want to get lucky, is for Houston to suck ass the rest of the and season. Pittsburgh. And, and Pittsburgh. And Pittsburgh. And I'm telling and you. And they will, I'm dude. telling you, Deshaun Watson's going to get
1: hurt this year. He's, He's already going beat to. up. He got, kicked, he got his ass kicked that first Monday. The Saints, Sunday, he got f- that sacked that four month. times this past week by the Jags. He, He's he, already the, got sacked the most in the league. He's been sacked 11 times already this year. You know, he, 10 re- or 11. he
0: reminds me like Marcus Mariota with a better arm and better vision of the field. He's smaller, though. He's, He's smaller. He's, he's smaller, he's grittier, but my but my issue is that Deshaun better Watson, pure passer. Actually, no, I take that back. He reminds me more of RG3. RG3 mm. just did not know how to go down. Granted, that a lot of it's Mike Shanahan's fault. Yeah, of course. But at the same time, like yo, you can't as a quarterback, you cannot take those hits. Yeah, because look at RG3's career now. He's so, back up to uh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, and the, like, the, other,
1: the other thing I want to say with this, what the Dolphins are doing, and I had this conversation with How the other night. Um, you, I was very critical of the hiring of Brian Flores because of the Patriot thing. Oh, where no. Well, so my my issue with the Patriot thing was, specifically, and this is proven, everyone knows this, that you saw it with Josh McDaniels. We saw it with Eric Mangini with the Jets. We saw it with Matt. We see with Matt Patricia in Denver, or in Detroit, excuse me. These guys come in to establish programs with all the same players and try instantly saying, this is the Patriot way. This is how we do it. And it rubs players the wrong way, and it never works, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Brian Flores is completely gutting this thing. There's not going to be more than 15 guys on the team next year that are on the team right now. I, I would I agree that? with that. He's actually trying to install it from the base level. And there is an appreciation I have for that. I'm not saying it's going to work. I'm not even optimistic. I'm saying let's wait and see. Anyone saying that they're being dumb about this, they are fully committing to completely changing the culture on the team by making the culture as terrible as possible now. Sometimes and, you
0: just got to trust the process. Yeah,
1: I mean, this is the first time. They've been constantly meddling in 6-10, and 7-9, 8-8. Nine and seven with two playoff seasons between. uh, They haven't won a playoff game since 2001. Get your quarterback. Get your offensive years, line. dude. They, they haven't won a playoff game since 2001. Jesus Jay Feeder. So you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what happens. I like that J- Brian Flores when the second Minka Fitzpatrick says, "I won't play." They wanted to use him like Patrick Chung, who plays everywhere. Patrick Chung isn't nearly as physically gifted as Minka Fitzpatrick, but he plays the right way. And because remember when he left New England and went to Philly, and he was terrible. Oh, he yeah. Comes back. Jamie Collins, same thing. Comes back. He's great again. Legarrette Blunt was one yeah, of the few that actually kind of did so, something. I like the idea of completely gutting the culture and the guys that don't buy into what he's trying to do. So, while this season is going to be a total wash, the fact that you potentially have three top 15 picks, potentially two top 10 picks, and potentially the number one overall pick, they're in a great position to build a team to be good the second Brady and Belichick will retire and I will also go out on a limb here say that the Patriots have a perfect season this year capped off with the Super Bowl they will both retire because it's about the one thing they haven't done
0: yep uh, that would make sense and just real quick in case everyone knows uh, Bob at, went in our group chat and goes what's the horror movie with the girl and her head and the
1: worshippers hereditary 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 spoiler um, okay, so why don't we get into our picks now? Um, we'll go over last week. Taylor, you had an abysmal week. I dude, It was so bad. You went six and ten. Uh, By the way, screw the fucking Steelers because I decided to go for a parlay. They were minus four,
0: and they fucked me because I had Cleveland. I had the under on Denver, Chicago, and I fucking had uh, the Cowboys minus five. I was great until so fucking Pittsburgh fuck, lost. I, I have fuck to, I'm
1: rooting against the Steelers and Texans every week. For this the season. rest of the season, bro. I have to. I have to. Dude. I'm doing it for you. Yeah, I'm uh, honestly doing it for so you. So you went six and ten, bringing your your season record to 16, 15, and 1. That's terrible. Um, Josh went 12 and 4, so he is at 22, 9, and 1. Oh, fuck him. I went 10 and 6, so I'm 19, 12, and 1. Um, so you I'm what? Grab- I'm 16 and 15? 16, 15, and 1. I don't like this. Okay, so why don't we get don't to like the first game? Yeah. I don't like this. <laughs> I really don't like it. Now I have anxiety. Well, now you got to be smarter about your picks. I, t- I gave you the opportunity when... Sam Darnold got hurt to switch. I was too fucking
0: proud, stubborn. I was proud, and then Falk played okay. That was the no, worst. No, he didn't. Part. Yes, he did. Look at Trevor Simeon, who sucked. Who was a legit they starter in the sucked. league at one point? They both sucked. Falk played okay. No, no, Le'Veon Bell played okay. It was just here. And I won my fantasy football league. Thank you, Jameson Crowder, for the four catches in the fourth quarter. I appreciate All right, that. So,
1: first game, Thursday night game, the Tennessee Titans at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Titans are one and a half point favorites. Um, I am going to take the underdog here. I'm going to take Jacksonville at home. Uh, I've always, almost always liked the home team on Thursday nights. Uh, I was actually pretty impressed with the Jaguars, who had a chance to win that game last week, and they went for it on two. Um, and their defense is sensational they did a great job containing Deshaun Watson for the majority of the game uh, Tennessee did exactly what I told you they were going to do last week consistently and consistent yep. they come out they play great one week they lay an egg the next uh, short turnaround after really getting um, f- Colts a, uh, it was a close game, but physically they beat the shit out of them. Yep. Short notice, on the road, I'm taking the Jaguars. I'll take the Jaguars, too. I
0: just think they're a better team. I thought that defense was going to crumble at some point early this season. I mean, it kind of is with Jalen Ramsey uh, requesting well, I think a trade.
1: The, he's going to play from the sounds of it, but what I think I'm he's going to play his ass off.
0: If Jalen Ramsey is still on that defense, it doesn't matter. Yeah, exactly. He's still and even Ramsey. if he's not,
1: that defensive line is good enough to make average corners look better because so, they got to get rid of the uh, ball quick. Yeah, for sure. I definitely It's a Jacksonville. Okay, and Josh took the Titans. Um, next Good. game is the Denver Broncos at the Green Bay Packers. Uh, the Packers are eight-point favorites at home. Taylor? The Packers in who? <laughs> Your Broncos <laughs> in Green Bay. This is bad because that defense is ridiculous. Yeah, the Packers' defense is its the best defense they've had since the year they won the Super Bowl. So – I as a fan, as as a fan, and
0: the the Broncos outside of the Mets being you guys got the only fucked on that
1: roughing call this week. That was te- that was terrible. I mean, they definitely had one second left on the I got, clock. I'm not disputing that, but the roughing call was horseshit. I get broken. I get
0: broken up with Saturday night. I watch that bullshit Sunday night. I literally ask. And then him I him go what? to work on Monday fucking
1: morning. I asked him what hurt more, getting dumped or the Broncos losing? And I said, honestly, the Broncos losing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so no, who are you gonna so, take?
0: Um, listen, you have. As a fan, being the only team I've ever truly loved ever since I was a kid, um, I got to take the Broncos, my stubborn stupidity. Um, Until they really play terribly, you're going to pick them? Listen. That's kind of what I do
1: with the Dolphins generally. It took me one week.
0: It's just terrible because if you look, week one against Oakland, they were a touchdown and two point away from tying. They got a... A real bad break. The quickest timeout. The quickest fucking timeout um, I thought, I in time, But I don't the rough, think the so. roughing call was the my roughing, problem. Now here's where karma bit us in the ass. Same thing happened earlier to Flacco earlier in the game. A BS roughing the passer call. Yeah. I have no problem saying that. But then it happens again when Bradley Chubb hits him clean and it just happened like that. I mean, listen, it happened um, with the Jets and the uh, the Jets and the. Uh, Billings, Browns Browns, no, Jets Browns, in the yeah. Browns game Miles Garrett got beat the hell up For no yes, fucking reason he, For something like that Well
1: he There was a, there was two of those Roughing calls I was like alright There was one that was like They one had One for sure yes But yes listen So you're going to take the Broncos I'm taking Denver um, And Josh took Green Bay uh, the next game is the Detroit Lions at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, the Eagles are seven-point favorites at home. Uh, I went with the Eagles here. Uh, a really tough loss to the Falcons that they probably should have won. Um, their def- Jim Schwartz had a great game plan the whole game and did a decent job against Julio until the very end. For some reason, put him in single coverage. Didn't understand that at all. Um, Wentz needs to play better, but the, th- the fact that they've... Gotten out to slow starts in the first two weeks and come back and been right there to either win it or almost win it, mm-hmm. tells me that they're not firing on all cylinders yet and they're going to. Wentz I mean,
0: was close, man. Yeah. Wentz, Wentz played really well and got beat up really well. If Aguilar
1: didn't drop that one, he was probably going in the end zone. Yep. Um and then he made a spectacular play on fourth down to get oh, it to him. God, so crazy. but uh regardless, um the Lions coming off a very impressive victory against the Chargers. I was actually very impressed with their defense. Wasn't they played they played great. Um, But going on the road now, we saw what they did on the road against Arizona. It was a tie, but they crumbled. The Lions are technically one of the only undefeated teams left in the league because they have a tie. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> as weird as that is. Um, but I'm going to take the Eagles here for me. Uh, the seven-point spread. This actually will be kind of a close game. I think the Lions' defense is good enough to keep it competitive. I think so, too. It, as long as the Eagles stop with the slow start shit, they're going to start really picking it up. The fact that their running game hasn't really gotten going yet tells me that as it gets colder, they're going to be able to run the ball better. For sure. Detroit's not a bad team. I mean, don't no, sleep on them. They're, they're no. going to cause a lot of people Carry on problems. problems Mark my words, is going to be one of the most dynamic offensive playmakers in the NFL within the next two years. i I definitely he, agree he made on that. some plays like his numbers don't pop out to you, but you watch him play and his start stop, his patience, his agility, his balance. he's got all the makings of a fantastic. Every down back Oh absolutely So uh,
0: I'm going to take Philadelphia I just think Philadelphia Is a better team um, There's going to there's come a point In this season Where they are just Going to figure it out And it's going to start Firing on all sure. cylinders Consistently And it might not be this week It could be next week But I still think They're good enough To get past Detroit this week Okay And uh, Josh also took
1: The Eagles uh, Next Agles. game is uh, The Baltimore Ravens At the Kansas City Chiefs This is a great fucking game A potential AFC Championship Matchup um, I'm actually really Really excited about it. This is my most anticipated Game of the week um, a lot of offense. A lot of offense. Take the over. Uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs at home. Uh, they're six and a half point favorites, which is kind of crazy since the Ravens are a pretty damn good team. Yeah, I wouldn't. I'm so impressed with Lamar Jackson. Um, I told you coming into the season when we had an argument about his ability to pass. He's completely changed his mechanics and it, the way he's been stepping up in the pocket from year one to two. I swear, both of these quarterbacks, I shut on both of them, and, and they're both two of the best in the league. Maybe just that's not your pro- professional position to evaluate. Well, listen, listen hey, my, John,
0: I, take just take my advice. Don't fucking fuck it up with the next quarterback, okay? (laughs) Please. Make sure Drew Locke works out. Yeah. Because Flacco's not
1: going to work out. I told you Paxton Lynch was going to stink, didn't I? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, shut up. And that you also said
0: that Case Keenum stunk. I'm like, no, it's going to be fine. Traded yeah. or released. Yeah. Hey, listen, do me a favor. Tank for Lawrence. Ride it out for two, two years, years, dude. Give me two what about, years. What about from If you give Herbert. me Trevor
1: Lawrence, I'll love you even more, dude. Please. So you want to be terrible next year? I don't give a shit okay. anymore. So I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. I think that um, you saw what they did to the Ravens. Yeah, uh, art right. of the Raiders excuse me um, being down 10 nothing in the second half uh, ended their streak of scoring at least one touchdown in the first quarter at 22 games and then they scored 28 unanswered four touchdowns uh, uh, Pat Mahomes became the first player in NFL history to have at least 800 yards passing with no interceptions in his first two games I think they showed a stat which is
0: uh, most passing yards in the first 16 games of their NFL career Baker Mayfield with 4,100 mm-hmm.
1: Andrew Luck with 4,600 and Pat Mahomes with 5,100 <laughs> yards he, he's ridiculous and I, I I think this game is going to be close, but I think what's going to happen is, and this is where, uh, I told you I like Lamar Jackson, but I don't think he's ever going to be like Peyton Manning, when he has to get into this shootout where he's got to come back from two or three scores down, that's where his deficiencies will show. Um, is he might defense, get like happy
0: feet and If start his defense, off, right? if his
1: defense can keep it close, they have a now, shot. But I think his how defense. How long
0: can you contain the Chiefs? I think the Den- Denver. I think uh, Baltimore's defense is very good it's and really good. It's now, a really good defense. Here's what. Here's what's going to be the problem. Baltimore's defense is going to be able to take the ball away. I, I'm going to call at least one or two turnovers from Kansas City okay. this week because that's going to be the deciding factor. Because Kansas City's defense is garbage. I don't think they're that they're, bad though.
1: They're not Dude, that they, good. They're, they're not. Their pass when it comes rush is to, disgusting. Dude, listen. And who's going to escape pressure better than gonna Lamar Jackson? Now, I'm going to say it now. The Chiefs are going to get Jalen Ramsey. If that happens, please Why would they want, just, they, they, just The Jaguars want me, two first round picks if you're the Chiefs and you know you're going to be picking at the bottom every year anyway? They yeah. tried getting they tried getting Minka Fitzpatrick, but we knew the Steelers would have a higher draft pick.
0: Yeah, I know. I get that. I understand that. But like, listen. It's either fu- going
1: to be the Chiefs Colts or um just get out of the get out of the AFC, please. <laughs> I don't want them So in the who AFC. are you taking in this game? Uh, who? Baltimore or Kansas City. This is a
0: rough one. I'm going to take Baltimore because okay. I think Baltimore is going to cause turnovers and I think Kansas City is going to falter a little bit.
1: That would be quite the upset at six and a half points. Um, and Josh also took the Chiefs. Uh, next didn't. game is the Cincinnati Bengals at the
0: Buffalo Bills. This one's interesting. This was a. Little, this, is, this is like the Super Bowl a little bit. <laughs> so um, I really feel like that Cincinnati is just a better team here. But, Buffalo, but there's
1: something weird about Buffalo where they're just so gritty. Dude, wait, how is Cincinnati? Kinda... Wait, 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 wait. We just had an argument at Cincinnati last week and we're about to again. You picked what? them to beat the 49ers and they got fucking crushed. I, for some reason, I feel like that they're going to turn a corner. No, I don't they're know what not, it is because they're not that good. They, all right, they, all right, whatever. Dude, I'm just I'm telling not, you. I'm not trying to sway your pick here, but they're not that good of a team. And why I, I didn't pick say, Cincinnati. I'm just picked- saying, I think they're the, I think there's a good roster. The and Bills I think 2 0. I'm not disagreeing. Would you let me finish that the team in any? New York? They beat both of them in MetLife back to back <laughs> weeks. Yeah. Sucks to suck, nerds.
0: Sucks, guys. But listen, real talk on like I said, Buff, there's something weird going on in Buffalo. It's gritty, grinded out, Football. Maybe it has something to do with Frank Gore being there. Maybe it has something to do with Josh Allen just not giving a fuck. It's Plays awesome. Plays like Big Ben. He's, dude, like, he's white cam. Dude, it's awesome, honestly. But, like, I, I, it's going to be 0-3. Um, it's going to be Buffalo.
1: Okay, so you're taking – after all that, you're taking – I was thinking, if you, you the let the better me team. finish. You can't call them the better team, though. They're not. On paper everyone really liked the fact that I said that uh, the thing that um, Andy Dalton and Jake Cutler have in common is they're both average and everyone hates their face. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) you're not wrong. Uh, The next game is the Atlanta Falcons at the Indianapolis Colts. I actually really, really like this game. It's a good game. Uh, Colts with a very impressive uh, victory that shouldn't have been as close as it was as Vinatieri's struggling um, over the the Titans. And the the reason I picked the Colts against the Titans is because historically they own them. The Colts own the Titans. It's Mm -hmm. kind of ridiculous. And T.Y. Hilton always lights them up. Falcons, with the game they won against the Eagles, that they probably had no business winning based on their play. Not that the Eagles did anything amazing themselves, but um, in Indianapolis, uh, coming off an emotional last-second victory, um, and I think that's a big... let down game kind of thing trap yeah. game I'm going to take the Colts I'm very impressed with what they're doing uh, you know they they could have won in week one as well Jacoby Percent played really really well they have one of the best running games in the league right now yep. um, so I'm going to take the Colts at home
0: okay I'm going to take the Falcons um I just think that Julio coming out of it, and actually he, this, he's going to go seven straight games with a touchdown this week. He's definitely going to get one. Yeah, I think he'll um, probably get one. And also Calvin Ridley going off last week. Again, it, it's a pretty. Good, it was a pretty good Eagles team, honestly. Pretty good sure. Eagles defense. Um, it's just a it's a product of the Eagles not playing well. Yeah. Um I think that the offense is starting to figure it out. And I also really think you're really starting to see how much they miss Telvin uh no not Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Tevin Coleman, because Dante Robinson by himself stinks. Oh yeah. He uh he stinks. Uh, Devontae Freeman,
1: you mean the running back? What did I say? You said Dante Robinson, that's an old corner. Why are you bring up guys that haven't played in like four years? I've done it again. You meant Devontae Freeman. I did it again. Yeah, yeah. he has it. Well, I also think it's part of him coming back from injury, and I don't think the Falcons' line is very good. Um, their defense did play great against the Eagles. And yes. it, that was The thing I liked about that Eagles-Falcons game is both defenses beat the shit out of the opposing offenses. But the reason I'm going to take the Colts is just that I think that, that letdown game coming off another NFC team, now you got to go on the road in a building where they're going to be very, very loud, especially because they want to rally behind their team with the Andrew Luck retirement. Right. I think Vinatieri is going to kick the game-winning field goal because Imagine. he's he's a master of the dramatic, And what more fitting would it be after a week where we thought he was going to retire?
0: Make Pat McAfee the happiest person
1: on the planet. Hashtag for the brand. And Josh also took the Falcons, of course. Uh, course. Uh, Next game, the Oakland Raiders at the Minnesota Vikings. This one isn't even close for me. I've been very critical of the Vikings. Specifically on the road. Pacifically? And, specifically, 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 Pacific, okay, specifically uh, on the road, and that's why I picked against them last week. You're higher on the Vikings than I am, and I would be as high in them if they could play as well on the road. But the fact of the matter is, Kurt, the Vikings can't win when Kirk Cousin has to throw the ball more than ten times. Well, luckily Dalvin Cook is running like Dalvin a man Cook possessed. is great, but it didn't help him this past week. I know. Dude, uh, I saw Kirk Cousin's numbers. He was I didn't watch the tape yet, but he was twelve for ten. twelve for thirty-two. That's pretty bad. He's a bad quarterback. He's good at home because of the noise. And With this eighty-four fully guaranteed. Yeah, he's the highest paid quarterback in NFL history, guys. Get that right. Um, but at home, I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, the Raiders' defense is not that good. The Raiders are not that good. Um, it would be very surprising to me if they win this one in Minnesota, so I'm taking the Vikings easily.
0: I'm taking Minnesota because fuck the Raiders. Fuck them all. Okay. Fuck and John Josh, Gruden and Derek Carr stinks.
1: Josh is also taking the, the Raiders. Or and the I hate, Vikings, I hate how me. Josh Jacobs is a great running back. He's going to be I a very it. good running back. Um, the next two games are uh, two spreads that are the first time in 32 years that there are two games of 21 point plus spread this is the most ridiculous Um, first one is the new york jets at the new england patriots i think we're all taking the patriots Um, i I gotta tell you jets fans about adam gaze when they hired him i told you so he's about to shift off your best player and jamal adams and mark my words before the start of next season unless adam gaze is fired he is going to trade adam gaze he did, or Adam, or, uh, Jamal Adams is going to trade Adam Gaze. He should. The starting safety is going to trade the fucking Adam head coach. Gaze, Adam Gaze is going to trade Jamal Adams. If they do that, it's going to be no, a he's riot. Go, he's going to. I'm, no, I'm telling you, it's going to be an absolute riot because he does not like alpha personalities. He didn't of like Jay no. he, he tried shipping off Rashad Jones, our best safety. Because I said that when
0: Adam Gaze got fired, or when the whole thing with Mike Mcagnin, whatever what you said about Mike Mcagnin, he might have been a bad GM sure. or whatever. But the way that he interviewed Gaze for the head coaching then Gase had a power struggle and got McHagnin fired. That guy who hired you... Listen, I got a lot of balls and I got a lot of respect for guys that stick to their own guns when he talks shit to the, guy, uh, to the owner of the Dolphins. Sure. You don't know football and shit like that. Yeah, but this but is a guy listen, that also
1: thinks he doesn't need offensive guards to have an offensive line. This guy... Is a pussy. Yeah.
0: Anyone who stands up to him, he ships them off. Cause you know why? God forbid someone else has a different point of view with something. He's like, no, it's either my way or the highway. Mm-hmm. Is this? Does this dude have a? Is he? Is he married? Does he have yeah, kids? Yeah, he's married with kids. Oh, I wonder how his wife is. Yes, dear. <laughs> absolutely, a, dear.
1: I'll absolutely get that for you. I'll uh, open dude, the door. It's, it, how was your it, day? He would probably be an okay coach if too? he had no roster control. He'd probably be. He'd probably still be a decent offensive coordinator. But, again, he also got his his jobs based on his work with Peyton Manning, which... So did Mike McCoy. Yeah, you know what? Guess what? No. Mike McCoy made Tim Tebow a, a playoff-winning quarterback. Well, no. To be fair, Mike Adam, McCoy... Gaze, Adam Gaze was the quarterback coach for Tim Tebow that year. Yeah, but he wasn't the offensive coordinator. He
0: was great at making a, a Peyton Manning coffee, and that's all fucking good he was for. Fuck So, yeah, him. they're about to... Sh- yeah, like, they're, they're... I said it back then, and I he sucks think, now. So,
1: at least the Jets, what they did is they hired a pretty good GM and Joe Douglas from the Eagles, and hopefully he would have the balls to stick up to Adam Gaze. But he's, um, he's his guy. Adam Gase. The, the owner hired him. We don't know. If we don't know if Gase had any pull in that, but he will. He does have full roster control for at least this year, and I think that by next season you won't see Jamal Adams or Le'Veon Bell on the team. That's discussed. Yeah, we're all taking the, the be- Patriots. Two of the best players on the that Patriots team. defense is ridiculous. It's their best defense they've had in twenty years. Um, next game is the other huge spread, and it's not even the biggest spread of the week. And that's the Dolphins at the Cowboys. I think we're all it's taking bad. the Cowboys. That one's bad. Um, not even going to be competitive. Uh, Next game, I don't even hate you for
0: not taking your team because it's just not. No, I didn't take them
1: last week either. It's unfeasible, especially if I want to win this thing and not have to get a stupid fucking tattoo. Uh, The next game is an exciting one because of the recent uh, ramifications of it, and that is the New York Giants at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bucks coming off an impressive Thursday night victory on the road. Jameis Winston snapping a seven-game road losing streak against the Panthers, and the Giants now moving to the Daniel Jones era. Giants fans, can you please shut the fuck up saying Danny Dimes because I hate it more than anything in the world. He hasn't even thrown a pass in the NFL. Yet Danny Dimes, why does everyone need a nickname before they do anything? It's like, no, it's like, it no, is Down syndrome Danny. We d- don't know, dude. Listen,
0: that's most people in New York, like, listen, Joey Fly Balls, Joey Bag of Donuts. Like, it's always Danny Dimes, it's, it's the same shit over and over again. Um, listen, it's this is a really hard game to pick because both teams are squandering in mediocrity. I feel like that the Bucks should win this game, but. Because of Daniel Jones starting and because there is a lot of hype in with Saquon Barkley because Pat Shermer wants to roll Eli out, it's not going to happen. It's going to happen with Daniel Jones. He's a much more athletic quarterback. He can run his, his system much easier. I think the Giants get their first win of the season. All right,
1: and, I am taking the Bucks. and I um, I'm taking the Bucks. I hate that. I'm taking the Bucks because I said that the Giants' defense is going to make Jameis Winston look like Tom Brady. This is a terrible <laughs> defense. And the other thing is that Pat Shermer isn't a very good coach. He he doesn't like if you Pat don't Shurmur. if you don't trust Eli Manning to run your system. Why are you not running the ball with Saquon Barkley more? Uh, the other thing is, this is not a bad Bucs defense whatsoever. No, it's not. It's a very good Bucs defense, in fact. And I think if if Bruce Arians is ever going to get Jameis Winston to play to his potential, and I will say Jameis Winston had a pretty damn good game against a solid Panthers defense. He was very efficient. He made some really really nice throws. Let him throw the ball down the field the, for let once, Let him man. get vertical with it. Um, the, he stepped up in the pocket well. Uh, for me, the Giants defense is just not going to be able to. The only team that the, the Giants defense is going to be able to play well against is probably the Dolphins in Week 15, and even then. I don't know because this is a really, really bad defense. They don't have a playmaker. They don't have a pass rusher. Janoris Jenkins was not that good to begin with. He was solid, but they paid him like he was a top corner. And the only thing he's top at is committing penalties. Um so for me, it's the Bucks and, and, it's, and
0: Alec Ogletree.
1: Yeah, Alec Ogletree. Yeah, I told you oh, he's a good linebacker. You guys haven't had he's a good okay. linebacker since Antonio Pierce, and he was also overrated.
0: You haven't had a good linebacker since Chase Blackburn,
1: let's be real. Oh god, who's Cancer Guy? Herzlich? Mark Herzlick. Herschl. Herslick, yeah, and he was mostly special. I called him no, a cancer and, guy. And,
0: and that's terrible because he was he was a top five pick sure. before that, man. He um, was that good. And
1: Josh is also taking the Bucks. Uh-huh. Uh next game is the Carolina Panthers at the Arizona Cardinals. Uh Panthers are two point favorites on the road. Um uh, for me, I'm gonna take Kyler Murray to win his first NFL game. Um I've been impressed with him thus far. Why? What? Why? Why am I taking him? Yes, why? Uh, because I don't think. Uh, well, Cam Newton's probably not playing, and if he is playing, I don't think. If he is playing, they probably have a, a better chance of winning. Honestly, because I think Cam Newton's toast. I was gonna. I was about to say. Do you I think. think do you I think, think it's he's time? beat the shit. I think he probably needs to take a year off and get his body right. Because I don't know if I've ever seen a player take more hits short of Rob Gronkowski and any running back than Cam Newton. I'll absolute
0: beating. It's getting it's getting to the point where I even I said it to my buddy a couple of days ago. I'm like, I think the Panthers need to start looking to the future. They have to because Cam is putting all his effort and everything and, into but he's not every running, throw. He's not
1: even running the ball dude, anymore. He just sprained his foot again. Like he, it he, sucks. I lo- I do like Cam. Dude, I think he's gotten a bum rap. He used to th- he used to throw like forty yard darts on dude, a fucking just, just rope.
0: Quick release, dude, on a rope, and it was right in it, right in his receiver's hands every single time. Yeah. He has to work so hard to complete a 15-yard out. It's not. It's, he's a shell of his former self. He's not even close to the sad. same player, and it stinks. I think he's a guy, but guy that you're could right. benefit he, from... he needs to take a break. Yeah, I he think needs to do what Le'Veon Bell did, dude. Just he needs to sit a year out of off. here and
1: get, get fresh. Um, but I do think the Cardinals are going to win this because they played very, very competitively the first two weeks. They played a great game against the Baltimore Ravens. They did. Um, they they could have won that game. It was close. And they could have beaten. The, they should have beaten the Lions. Um, and I think that the Panthers, outside of their defense and Christian McCaffrey, really don't have much going on. I think that um, his ability here to run and throw is going to uh, create fits for the Panthers defense. So I'm going to take the Cardinals to get their first win. I'm
0: going to take the Cardinals too. I really thought Cliff Kingsbury they had it week one. Um, I thought they were going to win the first week and then not win the rest of the. <laughs> I did not think that they were going to be remotely competitive. And, the, and they've and been competitive too. They've, they've surprised. They've surpassed my expectations, and I kind of agree with you. I think that the Cardinals are going to win a game eventually, and I think this is the one.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh, The next game is... What did Josh pick? Uh, he also picked the Cardinals. Okay. Uh, the next game is the New Orleans Saints at the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, the Saints, obviously, not only losing to the Rams, but losing Drew Brees for at least six weeks to a torn thumb ligament. Hey, New
0: Orleans, start Taysom Hill, idiots. Teddy Bridgewater
1: stinks. No, I like Teddy. I think Teddy. I like him too, but he stinks. I don't think he stinks. I think that what what happened on Sunday was that Sean Payton got super conservative. They didn't throw the ball downfield at all. Um, and I think that Teddy's fully capable of running a, the proper offensive system as long as it's installed. Um, I'm not against the Taysom Hill idea, but I think the fact that he has not gotten actual snaps at the quarterback position in a while, like serious snaps at the ones, right. that's a problem. Um, he if, should if be Teddy, the quarterback. If Teddy struggles, forward. yeah, go for it, give it a shot. If Teddy, you know, if, if Teddy struggles over a stretch, sure. Uh, I don't think that's going to matter this week. I think whether it was Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater, the Seahawks are winning this week at home, getting off to a three and zero start. The Offense is looking great. They're using uh, Metcalf the right way. They're not trying to turn him into a slot receiver. They're letting him get physical and push just, guys off the line. Go f- go up and go up and get yeah. the ball. That's um, so it. I'm taking the Seahawks at home this week. I'm going
0: to take the New Orleans Saints. Uh, I really think that the Saints... I- they're they're a very good team. It was just a poor showing, and they were it just the way everything went down against the the Rams, um, losing Drew Brees mid game. It just threw it threw the game plan out the fucking window at yeah. that point. Yeah, and, and, it, and
1: they also got screwed again on a terrible terrible call trash. that should have been a touchdown.
0: Like that's one of those things. It just seems like the Saints are now turning into a, a little bit of a snake bitten. Dude, like, it
1: seems like it's the league is just playing a joke on them at this point. It
0: really is. It's almost deliberate. But yeah, I I think the Saints are still good enough to pull a win out of here. I, I think I'm rooting for them. I really 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 wanna just. Just watch him win so Bob can shut the fuck up,
1: please. I just want Bob to shut the fuck up in general.
0: I'm going to tell him that in a group chat right please. now because he's like, oh. sure.
1: he goes, who made the Jets schedule? Patriots, Eagles, Cowboys, Patriots. It's not just made up. It's just it's uh, it's a natural thing that happens. I, I play the Bob's just stupid. Um, uh, Josh also, though. No, Josh took uh, the Seahawks. Also, okay. uh, the next game is the Houston Texans at the Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, Texans getting a 13-12 win over the Jaguars. Chargers losing to the Lions. Uh, this is one of my upsets for the week. I am taking the Houston Texans on the road. Um, I the Chargers are one of these teams that like they're a lot like. Yeah. Uh, they're a lot like uh, Tennessee, where yeah. I don't always know. Like every time you think they, they're better than the Titans, don't See, get me wrong. No,
0: it's weird because they, they, Philip Rivers is a, is a proven veteran, a proven quarterback in this league. So like it's hard to count him out. Yeah. And that I understand because there are times when he turns it on and he's ridiculous. Still said what seventeen years in yeah. or something yeah. like that. Same amount of time as Eli and Ben. He was in the yep. draft. draft. I forgot toss, about yeah. that. Right. So it's and it's hard, especially now. What pe- apparently Melvin Gordon is going to report back eventually. Um, he's saying, that, and, you know
1: he, what his words were: "I will play this season for a team." Okay, that I so definitely then, misread that. Yeah, he's like the he other thing for eighteen.
0: And and to be honest, like that offense, Austin Eckler, all those guys, and then even Mike Williams had a crazy catch. Like did, every you can't, you can't only put up ten points. Against no, the Lions. I, I know that. I'm saying like it, there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of good Moving pieces parts, there, yeah. and I think that they could pull it out. But I just think this is the one time that Deshaun Watson is going to show
1: out and not get hurt. Okay, so you're taking the Texans?
0: Yes, okay. because I have C- I have Russell Wilson, and I also have the New Orleans Saints defense on fantasy, so I can't play them against each other. I want to start Deshaun okay. Watson, and I think the All Texans right. are So win. I'm
1: also taking the Texans, and so is Josh. Our uh, next game is the Pittsburgh Steelers at the San Francisco 49ers. The 2-0 and San Francisco 49ers against the 0-2 Pittsburgh Steelers. This is crazy. 49ers are six-and-a-half-point favorites, um, playing really good football, running the ball well, playing old-school 49ers football. Uh, Steelers obviously losing Ben Roethlisberger for the year, Mason Rudolph off now starting at quarterback um for me it's the 49ers and it's not even going to be that close of a game
0: yeah i got the same i got the, i got san francisco i was high on them coming into
1: the season yeah, and, they were, and, like, one of my wild card picks man i, and, I really like them and jimmy garoppolo is starting how the, about the running back uh brieta uh no br- br- how is it pronounced it's uh, a brieta it. and um uh,
0: the other kid that starts with the m who had three touchdowns no not mckinnon uh, he's McKinnon. still no he's still out jerry mckinnon It's not him and not the lead singer of a day to remember, who's Jeremy McKinnon. Jared He's no. That's the defensive. You're pissing me off, dude. Well, you no. don't know who he is. No, because, because his last name starts with an M. He had three touchdowns last Murray. week. Murray. No, wrong. Matthews. Fuck you, Michaels. You really Dan Manson. And I'm picking the 49ers because I think they're a much better team. Um, they're riding too high, and Jimmy Garoppolo is really good. a good quarterback. Yes. Um, Josh is also he, picked the 49ers. Is, is he worth that contract? We'll see but he's yeah. playing Let's well enough sing. right fucking now so no you're going to wait cuz i'm going to find out who this fucking player is <coughs> moister
1: right richard moister Mo- moister it says Can it right we there you just call him moister Sure. Okay. Um, so we're all Moist taking the 49ers. Start. Yes. Uh, the next game is the Los Angeles. This is a game I'm really excited about. This is a great Sunday night game. The Los Angeles Rams at the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Rams are three-point favorites. Get
0: every primetime the game. The Rams now, are
1: three-point favorites on the road, and I am going to take the home team, the Cleveland Browns. I have not been super impressed with the Rams. I know they uh, they played very good defense against the Saints, um, and they ended up pulling it out late. Cooper Cup with a big touchdown, great great play. I'm a big fan of Cooper Cups, but I think the Browns now that they kind of got that win out of the way, they got the monkey off their shoulders. As long as again they can clean up the penalties, Miles Garrett's going to have a huge game. You haven't seen that crazy dynamic Rams running attack yet. No, nope. um, I don't think their defense is that good. I think Baker was so inaccurate and although I do think Greg Williams had a great game plan for the Browns defense, I think eventually just like I said with the Eagles where they're going to get it sorted out, the Browns are going to start firing on all cylinders and get the chemistry together. And I think it's going to be this game. The Browns fans are going to be amped up to have a prime time game on Sunday night. And the Browns are going to win this one by at least a touchdown.
0: Okay. Uh, I don't know about a touchdown, but I definitely do think Cleveland's going to win this game uh, pretty handedly. Like the the score will be closer than the game actually is. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm trying to say? But, um, It's going to be one of those things where I think Cleveland's going to dominate both sides of the ball. Um, You saw flashes of what that offense is truly capable of. Granted, there were mismatches, you know, there were blown coverages. But as a good team, like I said, good teams beat bad teams. They hammer them down, and they also take advantage. The
1: Rams are a bad team. No, but but I'm saying what they did to the Jets. That's what I'm talking about. They found a way to win.
0: Blown coverage. Odell goes 89 yards. You have to take advantage of those opportunities. Miles Garrett had a historic
1: night, if not for the roughing the passer what? penalties, and he's on pace to be, as I said, the defensive player of the year. He's killing it.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with that. But yeah, I think Cleveland's really got this in the bag. It's, yeah, it's and I think that um, you know,
1: with all the hype and the the talking they did, and I think that the the people saying that they were talking a lot, I think I was a little overstated. I don't think they were w- really w- talking all that much. Like the Jets the, was, Rex. Was, it wasn't like Jets. The Jets and Rex Ryan. Everyone was talking about them. They weren't really talking all that much. No, like they just, was they just were excited. They were like, "We think we're gonna have a really good team," and they took that. The, them the, just because it's the Browns, them you're being like, you're a really be good downtrodden,
0: them being a really good team was Baker Mayfield basically in his head saying, "We're going to have a good year. Nine and seven is a good year. Yeah, exactly. Ten and ten and six is a good year. Yeah. a great year is 11-12-13. Uh, great years, right? making playoffs, great years making the
1: playoffs. Great years making the playoffs. Right. But I think that the other thing about like you know they they did have hype coming in. You want to prove it. Beat the defending NFC champions.
0: Have to. At it's home. It's a statement game for Cleveland to show them what the and, fuck they're uh, about. And Josh,
1: Josh took the Rams. Um, and the Monday night game, this is a fucking fun one. Uh, the Chicago Bears at the Washington Redskins. Um, Bears should should be 0-2. Great defense. Terrible offense. Uh, and the Redskins actually have been pretty competitive. Case Keenum's actually played okay for them. Yeah, where was Just that? Okay.
0: Where he, was that when you were in Denver, ass?
1: Um, uh, for me, uh, the Bears win this one it's not even that it, this game sucks this is a terrible Monday night game
0: this is a type of game where like you just flip a coin and you hope for the best yeah. and I flipped my coin this morning and then I flipped it again because I didn't like it and uh, and I got Washington oh I just so you to Was- Washington yeah okay. I got Washington alright
1: cool so I'm glad that we all have a little bit of different picks again because you mm-hmm. got to make up ground I have to make up ground I need and we got to wait for lose. Josh to start sucking
0: I do not want to I do not want a tattoo actually yeah. that's not true I do want a tattoo but with the Here's tattoo what, could one be. of my choosing
1: I'm gonna make you get like Rafiki from the Lion King tattooed I actually wouldn't hate that like if I'm he- gonna make you get just his red ass that would be kind of funny <laughs> all right this was episode 69 of you watch I listen um, thank you again yeah. to bet DSI Lobo sound hashtag shots for likes uh, big not thank you to Joshua for not being here um, and you got our picks and we will see you guys next week see ya later